Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and these amazing friends. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and ladies and gentlemen, this is the last Primetime Gaming of 2022, and it almost got fouled up thanks to YouTube changing my time. Thanks to Wandering Dutch, I was out in the commons doing some shopping with Mrs. Boom, and she gets a notification that, well, Primetime Gaming is about to go live, and I'm like, oh my god, and I, you know what, I couldn't change it, I had to literally just let it go, I, I messaged the community, I tried to get into my YouTube studio. I couldn't make any changes. So a big shout out to the near 100 people that are already here. And when that show was originally going to start this afternoon, which of course was a mistake, there was almost 100 people waiting there. So I was I was concerned that people wouldn't come back, but I'm glad to see everyone already here. We have an outstanding show for you, ladies and gentlemen. We have three monster topics that we're going to get into uh, one of which, of course, is the advertisement. Good old two, Jim, Jimmy Lion Ryan Two-Tone, or speaking out the side of his mouth or his neck, depending on which what part of the body you want to use in the conversation. I, he said some things originally that Game Pass was not a competitor, and he kind of changed his tunes to the regulators. Well, folks, you know what? He can get himself into some big trouble. We're going to get into what big trouble that could possibly be and exactly what he said in an internal questionnaire document that has leaked online. And, well, you know, those leaks, they're usually deadly. And for Jim Ryan, who we know is full of it, it does not make him look good. But you know who it makes it look worse for? Lena Khan and the FTC, who is their entire uh, lawsuit to try and block this deal is uh, basically uh, bound in what Sony had to say about competition. It kind of makes them look a little foolish. Maybe they didn't do their homework or not. We're going to get into potentially Rise Son of Rome 2 launching from Crytek. Well, they put some out some advertising, and what you see on the screen is what they used as the caricature uh, for the uh, job offering. And uh, we're going to be talking about Justin Rowland's interview with Larry Herb, and he said some really powerful things. Folks, I got to tell you, I think that if Microsoft uh, has not already discussed it with them, they need to add uh, Squ uh, Squanish Games to Xbox Game Studios forthwith. Uh, after the success of High on Life, uh, it's it's a to me, it's a no-brainer. Uh, okay, Asante, we were talking about no-brainers. Sometimes the no-brainers Microsoft seems to miss, I hope. They don't miss this one, but let's welcome in the panel here. Crispy Bomb, first of all, it's Crispy Bomb's birthday, ladies and gentlemen, and he is recovering from COVID. So he's here, not only because not only on, on his birthday, but he's here to hang out as he's recovering from, well, his I think it's his fourth bout with this thing. Crispy, how the heck are you, brother? And thanks for being here, dude. Dude, yes four times I, i'm not joking with people i had it january 2020 when it first came out didn't know what it was that was the worst time i've ever had it the only other worst time is when i've lost my taste and smell and mm. i was telling boom in the green room i actually got it back for a second i got the smell <laughs> back and and i was finding things that weren't there before so you know i'm hoping for the best i'm hoping maybe this will 
kick my uh, my taste and smell back into gear. Other than that, I am off until next week because I'm forced to. So yeah. I am here, and we got some great topics. I mean, Jim Ryan, you are you know basically Two Face at this point. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't know who Two Face is, I mean, go watch The Dark Knight, and that's probably the best iteration of it. Okay, go go watch that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's incredible thought process. Um, you know, Game Pass actually makes games you know have a better audience. Oh, that's a hard thing to think about because we've been saying that for a while. Um, th- these things are always fun, and it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here, brother. And yeah, we do have some really good topics uh, that a lot of people are gonna have big opinions for. Wandering Dutch, brother, you're back. You were also down and out. Thank goodness you and your lovely beard are back for everyone to hear. How the heck are you, brother, man? Welcome. Yeah, I managed to, uh, I wouldn't say completely recover, but recover enough to enjoy a Christmas dinner. So that's good. good. Um, It always sucks when you get sick around the holidays. It always seems like it waits for you. It's it's the worst. I had had a a bad chest infection that Mm. seemed to disappear and then come back with a vengeance just uh, just as they had broke up from work. So um, not great timing. I've only just managed to get a little bit of video gaming in. So I'm starting to enjoy games a little bit this week. Thank okay, God. excellent. <laughs> well, listen, it's it's glad I'm glad that you were able to enjoy Christmas. Uh, I'm glad that you're back, uh, you know, here to, uh, for everyone to, uh, you know, to 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 enjoy your 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 banter and your opinions on what we're going to be talking about, and uh, hopefully uh, you'll be giving the the peoples the information about what you're going to be doing next year in regards to the indie scene that you're going to be covering. I can't wait to be a part of that. That's been big. And each year it gets even bigger. Hopefully yes. this year just it blows the doors off of your incredible indie coverage. But uh, listen, thanks so much for being here. Hargeet Chani. Oh, my goodness. We were talking in the green room and went, listen, I will say this that I've learned about Hargeet. When he laughs before he talks, folks, he, you look out because he is going to slam you with some knowledge. How are you, brother? Welcome. I'm good. Yeah, it's been uh, this is like the last week of my uh, six week vacation and I've been uh, playing, playing, playing. <clears throat> Most of it ended up just being Halo and uh, Danganronpa. Uh, mm, so I did you finally Danganronpa beat the third early. one? I beat all three of them. Yep. And then Holy I cow. finished Scarlet Nexus right after it. Uh, so that I completed that one. Um, and now I'm on to Marvel's Avengers, which uh, so far so good. It's actually pretty good. The story is fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Marvel, Marvel's Avengers gets a lot. It gets a tremendous amount of bad rap for yeah. the dumb loot boxes and some of the costumes are just egregious. And uh, but the story itself ultimately is really, really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so I'm like I think about halfway through that one. Uh, but yeah, and hopefully I'll be playing uh, a few more games before the vacation ends. So uh, <laughs> that's kind of where. Did you ever play Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay, you did. That way, was way back. Yeah, that was incredible, fantastic. dude. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorite games of last year for sure. And Kaysante, what's going on, brother? How the heck are you? You are still in a peaceful bliss. No kids. It's just you. <laughs> you're chilling. You're playing games. How are you, man? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good evening, everybody. Merry Christmas to those who I did not get a chance to talk to before. Happy birthday, Crispy Bomb. That's awesome. Uh, I, I know how it's like to be uh, uh, have a birthday adjacent to a <laughs> to a holiday. So I hope you had a good time. 
No, I'm I'm having a good time. Uh, as as Boom has said, yes, I've been in tranquility for a couple of days. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to last forever, but for now, I'm here and I'm doing well, uh, enjoying myself. As you as I said, as you said, playing games. Uh, these days, I actually uh, loaded up Miles Morales on PC. Oh boy, that game! Oh nice on PC. It is amazing. Yeah, so it's I'm, one, I'm, I, I love I love my actually I I actually enjoyed Miles Morales. I know this sounds crazy for some. I enjoyed Miles' uh, adventure even more than Spider-Man 28. Oh, 100 uh, percent. To for, me, it's it's, many it's, a, it's a cut above. It's a cut above. Yeah. When that when that music starts playing and he's in the subway, it's uh, just, dude, just what not a opening. dry eye in the house. It's a beautiful thing. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you know, so speaking of dry eye, and I and I, I'm not ashamed to say this. Uh, there's a particular part in the game. It's very early or uh, very early in where uh, Miles comes home and yeah. his mother's it's a house. Christmas dinner. Yep is like i i don't want to get emotional in the air yep. it is oh, yeah. very very uh remis- reminiscent of my childhood when we used to go to abuela's house on christmas eve like it was mandatory to be there and i'm not just talking about one family all families converge there so when you see uh you know him putting the records on and you see the barricas, you know, uh, flags all over the place, and they're about to sit down. And you look at the dinner; and it's very traditional. For me, dude, straight up, I cried. Like I literally broke down because that was that's something we don't have anymore. Because the minute you know Abuela passed, it kind of shattered the family a little bit. So we didn't have those Christmas eves. That is one of my favorite uh, insomniac experiences. To this day, I absolutely love that game for that particular part. But the game itself is just fantastic overall. But I completely agree with you. They really touched it onto like some traditional stuff, and we have similar where you see it and you're just like, "Oh my god!" They really yes. they, they nailed it, right? They I nailed it. it. They they it. had me at the at the Timbos and and the and the <laughs> the fade at the beginning. It was a wrap at that at that point. <laughs> yeah, yes. I love it. Yes, I'm here and it's gonna be a good night. I'm I'm happy to be here. Everborn Saga sends his uh. Send his late tardiness. He'll be here. Y'all can clown him when he gets here later. Yeah, well, we, he'll he'll get here just in time to clown on Jim Ryan because I think that's yeah, uh, there you that's, go. That's, that's 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 probably the best thing that we could do because, quite frankly, he's a boob. But listen, <laughs> I I want to open up, folks, with Crytek. Uh, the game that you see on your screen, believe it or not, is running on Series X and is from 2013. Right now, this may not be the greatest game of all time. But when I tell you this is exactly reminiscent of what a lot of the Sony fans love, that over-the-shoulder, that story-driven, it's very, very real-world detailed. I mean, yes, were there quick actions? Did you have to press a lot of X and a lot of Y to chop people's arms and heads and legs off? Yes, you did. But the fact that this is a game that launched on the Xbox One, folks, in 2013 is it's nearly it's nearly a decade old folks and it looks this good this is not on pc this is running on a series x well the reason why that's a conversation and it's a story today on this show and i didn't see many people covering it in fact a lot of people took the last two weeks of the year off i didn't want to do that because there was a lot of news that i wanted to cover so i want to thank everyone that's here especially if you're you're finding the channel for the first time we're marching towards 12k uh, and I'd love to, I, we're not going to do it by the end of the year. We're, I don't know, 480 away or something like that. There's no way we get that many subs, but if you are 
finding the channel for the first time, I would really appreciate you consider subscribing. I do five live streams per week, all different shows, all different panels, all bigger and great opinions. We don't harp on negativity. We don't uh, do the console war thing. We, 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 we give our opinions on, on big news. So this particular topic for today to open up the show is about Crytek. And the reason why it's about Crytek is because they're the creators of rise son of rome now this is an ip that i don't know who the current ownership of it is i believe it's crytek that owns it uh it is a shame that we never got a sequel because this story was opening up to uh, a lot of the mysticism that comes with this you know with this particular uh brand of, of of game uh very similar to god of war uh and uh I couldn't I couldn't believe that we didn't get one. Well, guess what, folks? We might just be getting one sooner than later. And here's why. Uh, Crytek put out a tweet the other day and it opened up it opens up like this. 2023 is almost here. A brand new challenge awaits you for the new year. Crytek is hiring in almost every department and with our global work from home program, it's never been easier. To join our amazing family, find all of our open positions at crytech.com slash career. And what's interesting, folks, is the, the character that's on the right hand side of the advertisement is from Rise Son of Rome. And it says right on the on this advertisement says we're hiring and they're looking for design content uh, creators or audio technician designer game data analysis. Uh, web designers, they're looking for uh, uh, cin cinematic animators, uh, cinematic 3D modelers, environmental artists, and in the programming and engineering department, folks, they're looking for animation programmer, rendering engineer, UI programmer, senior.net, and application developer. Folks, this is basically telling us, at least in my opinion, and I, of course, could be wrong here, that this, in fact, could be the game that they're coming out with next, a sequel uh, to Rise of Rome, probably one of my favorite Xbox games. I don't want to say of all time, but it's certainly in my top 10. And again, like I said, what you see on your screen is a game that's nearly a decade old and looks this, big, this good. And that's why I love the Crytek engine. Uh, I want to start first with um, Crispy Bomb on this. Crispy, this is a game that a lot of Xbox gamers, like myself, have been asking for. Like, we want the Hellblades. We want the Fables. We want games comparable to The Last of Us and God of War and Horizon Forbidden West. We, we want those types of experiences on the Xbox, along with all of the amazing other experiences that we get. This seems to be one of those one of those niche genres that are missing from the conversation do you want to see a rise son of rome too but here's the even bigger question does microsoft drop the bag to keep this exclusive oh man uh, i don't know i don't know if they would say that right now you know what i'm saying it's it's one of those weird things where i, I think you know all the influx from what has been happening with Activision, they, they don't have much to say. And I think that's why, you know, you bring this news up. And if you really look at the the greatest engines of all time, 
one of them is CryEngine. Yes, it is. I mean, you know, look at this game right now. If if I had an Xbox One in 2013 and I played this game, I would be an Xbox gamer. Yeah, it was because of Gears, which was like a couple of years later when they finally released Ultimate Edition. But you look at you know Unreal Engine, you look at this, and you also remember that. I mean, if you really look at like Far Cry, like the OG Far Cry that was done on Cry Engine, like like there there's a lot of games that really benefited from what they are doing and continue to do and yet we don't hear about them especially in the past couple of years. Yes, you have Hunt Showdown. That was the last game that was made in Cry Engine. Okay, by Crytek, um, you know, partly and it's one of those things like, you know, what can they do? If you've actually played Hunt Showdown for a period of time, it was not good online, but man, visually, it looked pretty damn good. So, you know, to, you know, take those mechanics that we, we've seen from Rise Son of Rome and make them much better. And I think they know that, you know what I'm saying? And to have the possibility that they're, you know, going to take Microsoft money. You know what? That's where I say, hey, they got the money. Invest. Here you go. Here's a franchise that didn't get enough love. Because you released a, a weak console. You released something that, you know, um, rubbed people the wrong way. We all remember. This is how you share games. Yeah. Everybody remember that? <laughs> yeah. We okay. Sure and 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 <laughs> and that's where we always give PlayStation crap because they continue to do it. They're doing it in a different way. Now they just want to take money from you and not acknowledge the fact that you are not happy. And if you don't, you know, talk with your wallet, they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's fine. Everything's good." And you know what? You keep buying their games. You keep buying these remasters that are remakes, that are remasters, remaskers, as I like to call them. <laughs> um, we're already seeing Last of Us 2 out there, aren't we? Already? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I'm not what? surprised if they remastered I, I thought, that one. I thought, I thought we believed in generations, though. What's with that? Interesting. And, and you know what? You believe in generations, yet, you know, we get games that are updressed, um, you know, FPS is better, whatever it may be, and we get them for nothing on Xbox. Yeah, for free. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm the poor people console. I've seen that on Twitter lately. Again, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I ask for the console that I have to do what I think is right. Okay, and and you sit there like. It used to be you buy a 360 game, that's what you get it on, 360. You buy a Xbox One game, that's what you get it on. You buy, you know, um, a Sega Genesis game, you buy a Dreamcast game, okay? These are all different. You're basically saying, I'm going to charge $10 to give you a little bit better graphics. I mean, it's not logical. So you look at what they've done with this game. This game on PC, I've heard, has still, like, if somebody doesn't have a good PC, still messes with their PC. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because the graphics are that good. The gameplay, I I mean, 
I like parts of it. It could be improved. I, it could be improved. I, I like the execution part of it. I mean, I am a Gears player. I'm just being honest. I do like the execution part of it because there's a lot of them. But at the same time, it felt, you know, repetitive too many times when it was important like the executions were were kind of easy like you know you get you get some kind of indication yeah you, you hit the y I mean? or the x button and you're yeah, chopping off arms and, and you, stuff. you and you do it and, and then but like the rest of it feel felt very clunky you know what i mean like like when you'd block you know like sometimes you'd be like i didn't really mean to do that yet you do it and I've seen it, and I've done it, like, just sit there with the shield, like, rah, 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 rah. and I'm like, no, I'm not trying to do that. Stop it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they, they need to work on that. I mean, if this is true, that's that's what you need. You could take the graphics you have right now. Look at this game. I mean, it's really cr- yeah. look at it, okay? <laughs> I mean, this game looks better than Elden Ring. You could you could hate me for it, but yeah, it does. Sorry. And And you could say, okay make the mechanics better and and i think if they do that and obviously they're gonna i mean they're graphic you know juggernauts i mean yeah and you know i've seen the best from unreal engine sony like santa monica you know freaking naughty dog okay and i've seen from crytek i haven't seen anything you know crazy like ninja theory but we don't have the game yet i mean yes you know hellblade the original Hellblade is is amazing looking, but it's not on this level. I'm sorry. Like, if you really look at it, and, and you know, the gameplay can be fun, but they added a bunch of stuff that had to do with the Kinect and stuff like that. And I think if they didn't do that, if they just went to straight gameplay, you know, Rise Son of Rome 2 would be an absolutely just stellar game to play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well- I I I, th- I think you're onto something. Uh, listen, I mean you, you're right. The the game the gameplay. Look, I, I'll say this, uh, and I'm going to bring in Wandering Dutch in the conversation. Dutch, if you look at something like God of War three, and then you turn around and you see the transition to what they were able to create with God of War 2018. God of War 20. Uh, God of War three was you know very samey in, in the in the way that he uh, he used the chains of chaos. A lot of the moves that he did were very just you know they just came from a, a God of War one, God of War two, God of War three. I think there's something to be said about the changes that they made in 2018, which 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 is what how it became a masterpiece. And I think that you can see those very similar changes come. The way of a rise son of Rome too, but the good big question here is: This is known as a game. This this game is known as an Xbox game, right? It has, uh, you know, now n- n- again that, that might be that might be you know for or against depending on whether you like this game or not. I love this game. I've beaten it twice, and I I, pl- I try to get into it, not just to record footage, but to play the game because I quite enjoy the story, uh, at least once a year. This is a game. That should be if 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 the sequel is, is is to be believed, should be snatched up by Xbox. And, and this is one of those instances that if I had an opportunity to sit down with Phil Spencer, I would tell him Game Pass day and date is not enough for this game. That, that's just not enough here. You need to go and drop the bag and get this game. If there's a sequel to be had, 
make that that sequel exclusive to Xbox. The, the original is exclusive to Xbox. This should the follow up. If again, if it's true, and I believe that it is, this in fact should remain an Xbox exclusive because it's one of those games that Xbox players do not have. And yes, it's not first party. Those are coming. And we all believe and we keep hearing that uh, in 2023, the end year, we're going to get Hellblade 2. That, that's what, the, what we're all thinking. That's what we're all hoping. But I would love nothing more than to see a third-party game like this come the way of an exclusive. Do you think Microsoft needs to do this? Um, yeah, well, it, it, it makes sense to. It makes sense to. Let's, if we have a look at... Again, but this is this is another problem we've had recently. Is if you have a look even at uh, Octopath Traveler, which made its debut on con- actual consoles outside of Nintendo Switch right. on the Xbox, and then of course Square Enix has put the second one uh, as an exclusive to PlayStation and Nintendo, um, but then excluded <laughs> Xbox entirely, which makes no sense. Um, I have heard rumors though that. Rise 2 was in development quite a while ago, um, yes. but it was scheduled to be multi-plat. Um, I do understand, to be fair, it makes more sense to have it as an exclusive or continuing it as, a, as an exclusive because the game at this point, they're never going to port over Rise 1 onto PlayStation. Um, so it makes absolutely zero point in, in having the follow-up on PlayStation if they've never played the first one. Um, in my opinion, that's it's a bit strange. Um, like having the the should we say the second part of the story on there, but not having the first part of the story, yeah, and then having to go back and play the game on either PC or or Xbox, um, if they had access to it. But um, I don't believe this game's available on cloud, so you can't cloud stream it, which means you would have to natively have an Xbox or natively play it on PC. Um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic looking game. Um, I've got it both on. We played it both on PC and on Xbox. And the only frustrating thing about the PC version is that, despite being the more powerful uh, platform out of the two of the original, which was restricted to 900p, and the PC version, as the PC version was pretty much a copy and paste version of the console version, there was no settings that allowed you to tweak the the graphics. There was no settings that allowed you to tweak the uh, resolution so what you got on the console was essentially what you got on the pc which was a shame because i'd love to be able to max that game out and see just how good that engine could run on pc as well um so essentially it's i mean it's a beautiful game it still holds up to this day but when you're talking about cry cry tech and, and the cry engine um those guys really know how to make a game look great they always have done um and and essentially always will do they've thankfully being kind of supported by their government in order to get the the company to a stable state now um but it's one of those companies that you always feel could do with being owned by a by a, a big first party company. i agree yeah um it's they, they need that foot and they need that support and i think with that support is you have to have a look at the way that microsoft have done things as well as essentially they've much like the guys behind um psychonauts and um, and the, the the those teams essentially that they've they've kind of worked with, um, they've essentially just brought them on board and said, you know what, just go do what you need to do. Here's the money. Need any support? Let us know. Otherwise, see you later. And I think Cry Tech and Cry Engine as a as a platform and a publisher, um, both of those 
uh, or one of those studios where essentially I would I would feel comfortable giving them the money, giving them the kind of the backing and the support, and just letting them crack on because I think they'd make great games if they didn't have the worry behind them. Um, but I agree. I I agree from a selfish standpoint um, that I think the second one does need to be exclusive. Um, it's a bit like Order eighteen eighty six. If there was a second version of that, Order eighteen eighty seven. I would fully expect that to be PlayStation exclusive and hope it would be. It was a great, it was the order. Much One like of Live. the most underrated PlayStation 4 oh, games, absolutely. dude. I absolutely. loved every I put, minute of that yeah, game. I put both Rise and 1886 in the same category. They're both highly underrated games. Yes, yep. they both had the flaws at this time, but... In terms of what they did from a visual perspective and actually showing what the consoles were capable of when they launched, both Order 1886 and Rise both did that for, for the respective platforms. And I think going forward, Rise needs to be another showcase piece for the Xbox. Yes. And Order the Order needs to come out again as a follow-up and be a showcase piece for the PlayStation. Take take under take notice of the, the gripes that people had from the, the the launch on the Xbox One where we said, okay, there's far too many quick time movements, as you see on screen now, where you've got like press X and then press Y and then press X and then press Y. <laughs> like take note of that stuff and work on it. Take note of the combat and work on it. In terms of its visual fidelity and its storytelling, it was brilliant. Like the storytelling was great. It was a really good story. Uh, the combat needs some refinement and maybe he's enhanced the world a little bit more. But other than that, they had something great going on. It was the same for the order. The order had some issues with the AI, where the AI was a bit stupid with the enemies and things like yeah. that. But outside of that, the the level of fidelity and the storytelling in that game that was brilliant. So yeah, I I think both the order needs to come out. On, on the PlayStation, the, the new version of it, and show and do be another showpiece. I think the same for Rise. I think it should be that that showcase piece for the for the series consoles and saying, right, okay, this is, this is Cry Engine really, really giving it what it's got, um, and this is what Rise Son of Rome Two looks like and and can be. So yeah, hey, hey Dutch. Yes, I'm, I'm just looking at this gameplay, and I haven't played this since 2013. Yeah. This doesn't look very far off from some of the uh, games that are getting nominated now. for Game of the Year these days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. I'm just, I just find that super interesting. <laughs> oh, I agree. There's a lot of movement and things like that. That's that's very similar. But again, it's it's. I would say it's that's just hats off to to, to the guys behind uh, at Crytek and CryEngine. Um, like the phenomenal work that they'd managed to pull off at that time. And yes, it got slandered for 900p, but let's face it, it's still at its resolution gate, which was like 180p between consoles. I mean, you, you literally can't tell 180p between. I'm sorry you can't. No. But they claimed you could. Um, the difference uh, that made was, was ridiculous. It was literally just uh, overshadowing what was a great game, what was a great launch game. So... Um, yeah, boom, to answer your question, absolutely, it needs to be exclusive going forward. And I think uh, a little bit of backing from Microsoft would absolutely do them no harm. I think it would be great for the studio. 
buy Crytek is what I said. Yeah, I, I like that yeah. even better. I, I like the buy Crytek. Yeah, I do uh, that. <laughs> Harky Chani, brother, let's get you in on the conversation. But before I do, let me catch up on two Super Chats. Highlander001, generous friend of the program, drops a $2 Super Chat and says, Happy birthday, Crispy Bomb. Hope you get well soon. Thank you so much for that. Drawn TJ, another generous friend of the program, he drops a $2 Super Chat and says, Hi, everyone. Hit the like button. Yes, I definitely appreciate that. But Hargeet, look, you know, KS Hunter and I were talking on the phone this afternoon, and we said, and we I think it's 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 we can say this wholeheartedly. Sometimes the the, the Microsoft or the Xbox no-brainer moves, they blunder. Um, and 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 listen, folks, you know, I, I clown on PlayStation when they make stupid mistakes. I, I got to give the righteous smoke to, to Xbox when they make theirs. And one of the things they seem to drop the ball on are deals or things that seem to be no-brainers. People that are making six-figure salaries just seem to drop the ball when it comes to these kind of things. Uh, I don't know what the money situation would be to lock up Rise Son of Rome 2, but it's one of those games that I think is an absolute must uh, you know, I understand, you know, like, and I've said this before, uh, Hargeet, that the re- the true exclusive is Game Pass, because as Game Pass subscribers, we get a chance to go and play a game that we may or may not have liked or even bothered to look at, but it's in Game Pass and we play it. But there are some exceptions to that rule. This is one of those games that are missing. This type of genre is missing from the uh, from the menu of this uh, of xbox and i think that they they need to uh they need to address it not only through uh first party which they're doing they need to address that through third party this is a game that has only seen life on the pc and the xbox that is where it should stay and microsoft should pay for it do you agree yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, the thing with with Crytek is it doesn't exactly have a lot of games that it can, you know, sustain itself with. Right. <clears throat> so the fact that it kind of is hungry for money um, makes it kind of easy for Microsoft to come in and do that, right? There's no reason they shouldn't. Um, you know, this is kind of like the somewhere around the 2010, 2011 mark, all the way through about 2017, 18, when Microsoft decided they couldn't invest in anything. Um, you know, they missed out on a lot of things, including, say, locking down Mass Effect. That should have been a, a, <clears throat> an exclusive to Microsoft. <clears throat> the first one was, and then they let it lapse. And there was no reason for that, except they Preach. didn't want to invest, right? Uh, th- this is the same thing. Th- there's no reason they shouldn't have invested. I, now, now, there might be some bad blood that happened there. I'm not sure. I remember some rumors about something with, you know, uh, Rise Out of Rome and Microsoft. But... N- Put that all behind us. Let's say right now, uh, they certainly could use uh, you know some funding. The last couple of games they've made, there's that hunt game, but there's also a bunch of uh, VR games. Uh, I'm sure they were drawing a lot of money with that. I'm uh, yeah, I'm, I'm of course just like <laughs> joking there. They they couldn't have possibly made a lot, right? Because the market's too small. So they they could use some help making a game. They're making a, a Crisis Four. I think that's been announced, right? Yes, that's so, confirmed. Yeah. <clears throat> And that I assume will be multi-plat. I don't know if they have the funds, or I, I guess Wadu and Dash were saying maybe the government's helping them out. If that's what they're doing, that's fine, right? At least they'll have some way to to pay those people, make the game, and hopefully recoup that. Um, but to make this, you know, Microsoft should just go there. The other thing they should do immediately, to, to me, anyways, is remaster it, remaster this thing, put it in Game yes. Pass, 
right? <laughs> get get it up to the 4K. There's zero reason not to do that, right? The assets already look freaking amazing, right? How much could it be to up that a bit? Get it out, get the 4K 60, you know, put it in Game Pass, uh, you know, PC and, and Xbox, you know, get that done. And that's, the, it's got to be short money. It, you know, it, like they can uh, sustain a little bit of Crytex, you know, normal business by doing that. Um, and then, yeah, pay for getting the next one done. And, you know, as you said, the thing that sustains all this is Game Pass, right? Game Pass is a content need system. Mm-hmm. And this is this is content. It's perfect content that was already uh, exclusive to the, to the platform. Why not? Why not expand it by adding another to it and uh, bring that game, you know, give it more breathing room to be able to do more things with it, right? Uh, they, they should be able to invest enough to be able to get some uh, something cool with it. Uh, it already had a good basis. It just uh, kind of, you know, I don't know, it seemed kind of like it, it ran out of ideas or something. I don't know. It was it was not enough, uh, but it did kind of do its thing. Um, but they could make it better, and uh, you know, the next one could add on top of it. I don't know if it's going to be the same, you know, storyline or something maybe different somewhere else, whatever it is. But uh, you know, they could definitely do something with this. So yeah, I, I think they should continue it. Why not? It's not like Microsoft uh, you know, shouldn't have third party deals because they're buying first party studios. They should absolutely do third party deals. They let Dead Rising, they let that go too, right? This whole, the whole time that, that, in that like short time, they've really let a lot of things go, which was stupid, but that's what happened, right? They did not invest and they let a lot of these things go to other platforms. Um, so yeah, I mean, they have an opportunity here. Why not, right? That, that studio doesn't make a lot of, of games. Uh, so if they want to fund it, why not? Let's fund it. Let's yeah. get something going. Right. So, um, it makes sense now from a Crytek perspective, if they have the funds to do it themselves for them, it's better to be multi-plat because they would get more customers, of course, get more yeah. revenue. Right. Yeah. But again, the, the, the thing that fixes that is game pass game pass can yeah. just fund it and just put it in game pass. Uh, e- even if it were multi-plat, I don't think it should be, but even if it were, they could still help fund it by putting it in game pass. Right. Uh, make it day and date, and suddenly you know you've got some money to to actually do the development of it. Um, but yeah, I, I would like them to start locking some of these things down. Like this, this is a Xbox associated game. Yep. Why not just make it an Xbox associated? Thankfully, they did that with Gears because that could have gone too, right? That could have totally gone. They could have still you know let Epic go do whatever they want with it, but they decided fine. No, we're going to buy that and and take the IP. And to make your point, an Hargeet, there's a version so, to your point, Hargeet, real quick. There's a there is a PlayStation version of Gears One floating on the internet somewhere. Yes, there is. People still yep. kind of keep referencing, but you'll yes. never play it. Yeah. You know, yeah. They port they ported it through PC. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's so, ported. But yeah, so I think they should do this. Why not? Um, and they probably have already talked in the background. That's that's why you're seeing these. Um, you know, job posting, stuff like that, right? That, you know, if they've secured funds, they're going to go like get the talent and start making the game, right? So I don't know if it's already in development or if it's now starting development, but uh, it would make sense. Why not, right? Let's go ahead and do the third-party deals, right? And and get this game going, right? And, you know, see if we can bring this back. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> I like I, it. I, I, yeah, I'm right there with you. Real quick, I have to catch up with Super Chats. First of all, I missed the first one of the day from Highlander 0101. Thank you for the heads up. He drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, eh, evening, everyone. Love to get Jim Ryan under oath in front of a judge. Watch him sweat under questioning. The Sony salt will be epic. Yeah, he would be sweating uh, bullets, no doubt about it, because he's a, he's a liar. Uh, and we also have... Uh, Angry, angry hippie. I love the name, brother. Hopefully you're 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 not that angry. Welcome to the show, dude. He drops 
a very generous five dollars super giant says can it run crisis was my favorite achievement until fallout doesn't let you do this uh yeah and <laughs> he's talking about the achievement for stabbing um one of the npcs in high on life which we're going to talk about in a second that was a great achievement absolutely um but Kaysante, Look, I mean, everyone seems to be on the same page here. Where do you fall? Because you and I were talking, and this seems to be a, a kind of a no-brainer. I, 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 like I said, I, I get it, folks. You know, locking up exclusives costs money. But didn't we just learn that Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy XVI, uh, the uh, the one the with permanent the, exclusives, the, the, uh, permanent <laughs> exclusives, followed by Silent Hill Two Remake. Permanent exclusives. Hey, did, didn't didn't Phil Spencer tell you they do their business differently than Sony does their business? They, they do, but sometimes you got in, f- in the best in the best look of Microsoft. You know? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you got to fight fire with fire. Uh, yeah. And so, uh, so in my it. opinion, basically, <laughs> it is true that I I also agree with everybody. Obviously, on this panel, you know, but context matters, right? History matters. The history on this game, a as as has been pointed out by by some on the on the in the in the chat, this was a Connect game that they eventually went. You know what? This actually is far more than what Connect can handle. Let's let's broaden it out and make it actually a full fledged game. Much like and and people clown it because of that. But you know, one of the most successful games that used to be one game that pivoted to another game, Fortnite. Same idea. It was a game meant for A. They recognized that B was 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 successful, so they pivoted full four towards B, you know? So, you know, and, and clearly, and I think I've, I've, I've seen some, some interviews with some of the devs. They didn't know how great of a game they had until they were laid down the, laid down the path. So some of those decisions that they'd made that you guys seem are repetitive and whatnot, they went, ah, you know, we'll have another stab at the apple. Yeah. Good luck with that. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's unfortunately where, where it stood. And this was at a time when Microsoft was having a hard time getting developers to actually make games for them. Right. Uh, uh, you guys have actually already pointed it out. There, there was a time where every time a Microsoft uh, third-party de- deal was made, they allowed the developer to keep the IP. Hence, Rise Son of Rome staying with Crytek. Yep. Hence, uh, 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 Sunset Overdrive yep. staying with Insomniac. That was the only way you could get them to do it. And then the second time they need to do Alan it, Wake. Al- exactly, Alan Wake. Right when, when you when, uh, after the first one is a spark, and then the second one could potentially fix and really solidify. At that point, the devs or or maybe budgets they'll say, "Well, we don't have enough money," and there goes that idea. Right? It happened over and over and over again. Right? But I do agree that Microsoft should potentially look at them because they are like geniuses. Like they, it, it's amazing how much short shrift Cry, Crytek gets. Because truthfully, yes, they haven't really showed that much as far as uh, as far as different kinds of games that they make and whatnot. But we do realize that Crytek was the one studio that put ray tracing on Xbox One X, right? Like they they used their software engine to put ray tracing in Crisis Remastered. So on the One X, you, you could software. do ray trace reflections, like. Yep. Crisis, like Crytek is amazing at their yeah, engine. The they stuff that they are. can do is next level. Absolutely. It's just like they've never been able to really strike strike that that zeitgeist and get, get the funding and 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 to be an established brand as as I think they deserve to be. Uh the 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 order order 1887 8086 uh, uh comparison is very apt. Unfortunately, you know, 
I don't think we'll ever see that. Well, uh, SIE smartly owns that IP, so maybe Sony will just say, hey, let's find a different studio to do it. The company who made it, of course, is Ready at Dawn, who now makes uh, a VR games for Meta because they now are owned by Meta, yeah. right? But I actually recently played the Order 1886 recently, and it still really, really, really holds up, right? My my issue is, and, and you and I talked about this, and 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 for those who don't know, Cry, Crytek was almost closed not too 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 long ago. They couldn't pay yeah. their people. You know, they they've been on the brink for a while now, right? And their most recent game was not actually Hunt Showdown. Yes, it was their new IP. The most recent outing was all the remakes of Crisis. Yeah, they've remade one, two, and three. Right now, do I think Microsoft will do it? That's the question, right? Like, we're in a world now where Microsoft keeps coming out and saying, well, we knew that was a mistake we made. Does that mean you won't make another one? Will you guys, you know, actually, you know, uh, Uncharted 2 to Uncharted 1? They still have not shown that they can or will do that. They, they, what, 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 besides, uh, uh, besides uh, Senua, Senua's sacrifice, or, right, Senua's saga, I should say, we don't know, you know, what their, 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 their procedure is now for, second bites at the apple right they've never done it successfully we're hoping that this time this time around they'll change their ways but yeah unfortunately you know they've shown these these companies that they may not necessarily be the, the one to to bet on if you're trying to get a franchise started that's just not microsoft's way they'll buy you once you're established but to give you the spark to, to potentially establish one yourself that has proven in the past to be beyond what they they want to do from a budget perspective do you, right? well, well they have a couple though right like ori okay. for instance um Ed Tech. Ed Tech. well but ori also ended the way on. ori ended there's, there's never going to be another one <laughs> but we got sorry, two go ahead crispy no id tech like like they uh -huh. have they have uh, dude like you know id software wow Dude, like, like yes, dude, it's Doom Eternal. Yes. How long have they Doom owned Eternal? We still haven't seen much from the from the besides yeah, Doom dude, Eternal, which was already in the is, middle of it, right? That well, I mean, but I mean, technically, they uh -huh. were buying them during that. Like, they sure. saw yes. that before yes. it was announced. Well, and they I, I guess like, my you know, point, the point I'm making is the the jury is out on whether that has changed at Microsoft, right? We well, haven't seen it yet. So right? here's the so, thing. I want to I want to push back a little bit, Mr. K. Sure. Asante. Yeah, yeah. I want you to push back. Did did we t did we say happy birthday? Because I came in late. Did we say Stop happy it. belated Stop birthday it. to that, this that gentleman? That has passed and moved on. We have, right. we have moved it's, on. It's the grades are still going. Keep going. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, I think that um, Microsoft, in general, doesn't. They're not really in the business of taking ownerships of developers' IPs. And I think developers prefer would prefer to work with that. And what they lost in the last generation is market share. So it, it unfortunately didn't make financial sense. And I think part of the reason uh, Sony is so scared about the... Um, yeah, scared is the wrong word, but like uh, they don't want the Activision deal to happen. No, is I, because, I get that. Well, well, let me finish the thought. So um, they know that uh, 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 Microsoft with the stronger market share would be preferred by developers because of sort of the draconian tactics that 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 Sony uses. So I don't know if the answer is necessarily the, they need to uh, take IPs away from 
No uh, one said they should. Just because that they, was not doing the, that, that was not the point. The point is whether the, the whether you you know the context or not. That is the reason why all of your favorite sparks never got second out outings because they weren't not in the business of funding them. And the only reason why initially they were even getting those first outings in the first place is because they were offering those IPs to the developers rather than keeping them, which was the norm at the time. Right. That's that's all I'm saying. Uh, like uh, a Hargeet was saying that from a business perspective, it, it, they should remaster it. I can see that happening. I think he's on to something there, but that will also most likely lead to this game coming to PlayStation. They will most, if, if this, and, and more often than not, I suspect that they're right in this, you know, uh, uh, people are going, Oh, Crytek is using uh, rise son of Rome as a marketing tool. Is that just, they found some, some, some art somewhere, or are they actually saying something? I actually think they're saying something. They may very well be bringing this IP back, but like like you guys are saying, unless Microsoft comes at them, which I'm not sure they will. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not sure they will. They will multiplat this thing because they need to, to make that money. And when they do, you know, the first smart move to be made would be to remaster this thing because, like like Hargeet said, there's a lot already done here. The, the, this game was already almost future-proofed in, in its asset creation and all of that. And the hardware limitations was a sign of, a sign of its times. So they can easily resolve that now and bring this to all platforms. I bet you, if you see Rise 2, you will first see a remastered Rise 1 that goes everywhere to solve those small issues. Maybe maybe a, a, a modernization from a, from, a, a, from a, a combat perspective and then clean up the rest of it. It's, it will be far less work than doing all other remasters because this game is already halfway there, right? Well, but I, I suspect know, when you see that, you will see that come to everywhere, including PS5. Go, go ahead, Chris. Well, you were saying something? Well, you know, the one thing I look at, and you, you could see it from the gameplay, the animations, which, you know, realistically, like, when he runs, like, it just seems annoying. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. like well, because they had a they had a they had a resource budget and they spent it very wisely, right? That's why it looks as good as it does, but the combat is a little simplistic. They spent their resource budget elsewhere rather than maybe putting a bit more systems into the combat. But clearly, by all of by all our adulations about this game, you know, what they did was good enough to where they, they it warrants another another stab at it, right? And now obviously the resource overhead is way higher with the consoles now, so they could potentially keep the well, good see, looks then, while adding more complicated content. Then you see what just happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, it's one of those things that it almost feels like God of War at times. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, are yeah, clamoring yeah, for God of War, either of them. And, and you really look at the quick time events. They're very seamless. If you screw up, you're screwed, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and it's one of those things where it keeps you engaged and I feel like they just they miss the mark on certain aspects. But also, I blame Connect. And I think I think now they're focused. I mean, that's where everybody's like, "Oh, he promised high fidelity VR," and I go and say, "No, I want them to make really great games. Like I do enjoy you know single player games, but but you know how good is it? Like does it keep me engaged? Is it just constant quick time events?" And you you can play this game without doing any of those, and that's what I enjoy. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you if you don't do that, like you can still kill the the NPC, and yeah. it's one of those things. Like you know they they really they were close to having something amazing, but at the same time, all the stupid BS that was involved in 2013, 
really killed the game because if you really look at the reactions to people that saw this game on the Xbox stage, they were like, wow, this thing looks amazing. And then it got completely null and void with the DRM talk and all this stuff. Yeah. Get your, yeah, no, you know, you know, no, look, you're right. Xbox but, but needs to look at that and say that is ultimately you know the point I'm trying to make. You know, th there are certain no brainers that you think that, hey, you know, th it's in the bag. This we shouldn't even think about it. But they have proven that they think else. They, I'm not saying they're wrong necessarily because there's always there's always extra information that we are not privy to, right? But to assume to assume that Crytek will will um, uh, like. To assume that Microsoft will give them the bag for this to, for part two, there may be more to it than that, and I suspect right. that we as gamers should be happy that this may return, but it will most likely return as a multiplat. I think I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I agree with you all that in that world of association, where oh well, this is associated with Xbox, this is associated with PlayStation, this is an, a definitely an Xbox associated game, but because they did not make the right decisions with this thing, at least from our perspective. The first time around, I suspect that Crytek has kind of shaken themselves out of that almost being closed place that they were. And now they're like, nah, man, we, we need to make our money where we can make our money. I suspect you will see this as a multi-plat. You know, if there's uh, a remaster, uh, which I really think the, there probably will be, you know, you will most likely see this everywhere. The only pushback I give is has Square learned from this? They well, but Square is not Crisis, you know. Square, yeah, but craziness. Square is Final <laughs> Fantasy, and everybody loves Final Fantasy. Sure, somewhere. sure, sure. That is true. That is true. Yeah. No, I mean, listen, so far, I, Square, Square hasn't. Uh, Crytek hasn't proven to be to make those weird decisions that Square makes. So we'll, we'll Square give Square is a company that's on the brink of uh, extinction, uh, and, and what's <laughs> going to happen after the ABK deal is ultimately done. You're gonna hear Sony's gonna announce that they port that that they're, they're buying them. That that's that's ultimately what's gonna happen because to to have the next four games uh, literally uh, blocked from Xbox says that this is they're eventually gonna be first party. And at that point, who cares? Uh, at the you know whatever. The only thing <laughs> I'm gonna buy out of the list of four games that they have coming out uh, is gonna be Silent Hill Two because I love Silent Hill Two. I think it's it's the pinnacle. Uh, game in the series and even though Bluebird team has not done the greatest in their last couple of uh releases i think because uh they're getting they're getting help from the producers uh that worked on the original silent hill 2 the game is is, is a blueprint they just have to make the game based on what they have in front of them i, th I don't think their konami is going to allow this game to be like the medium i don't think it's gonna you know it's gonna be like the blair witch i think it's going to be a full-on I, at least I'm hoping Resident Evil 2 esque remake, where we we put we we pop it on and we're like, oh my god, I cannot believe it. And yeah, sure, would I rather play it on on my Xbox Series X? Absolutely, but I'm not going to miss that game because it's exclusive to the PlayStation Five. I will I will buy the game there because well, I have no choice and I don't have a PC to run it. Mrs. Boom has a PC with a 3080 now. She's a part of the PCMR. Uh, thanks to uh, you know Christmas, Santa Claus delivered big time. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Uh, but listen, let's let's get let's get everyone saga. And I'm going to get into this Jimmy Boy Ryan or whatever you want to call him, Lion Ryan, Crying Ryan, whatever. He he is something. The, he <laughs> is something, folks. Uh, when I look at him, I think of like Dirk Dastardly. You know, remember Wacky Racers, the guy with the big mustache. 
the, the evil guy. That's Jim Ryan, folks. Uh, and if you if you remember that, you're as old as I am. So good yeah. good on you for that. Uh, Everborn, does Microsoft drop the bag on Rise Two? Can they? You know, with with potentially some bad blood, does money will, will money make all of that go away? Well, so I don't know. I don't specifically remember. And you again, I came in a little late. Maybe you guys talked about this, but my if memory serves me correctly, there's there hasn't been anything really on the board about bad blood between Crytek and uh, Microsoft. Not in the same way you hear the little sniping that comes from Remedy. Uh, or some or 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 you know the yeah. Moon Studios or anything like that, um, and Microsoft has traditionally allowed developers to keep their IPs, but that they, they, they have also held publishing rights on a lot of them, right? And a lot of them needed to get Microsoft's sign off to go and publish somewhere else, even if they didn't need their sign off to develop a thing, and. I suspect part of the reason we haven't seen Rise come back yet is because Microsoft hasn't, uh, you know, kind of signed off on it coming back yet. I don't, I don't know that um, Crytek can probably release a Rise without Microsoft. Maybe they can. I'm just saying I haven't heard any evidence to to show that, and the fact that it has not come back yet you know, uh, absence of evidence, evidence of absence, whatever. Um, but I say all that to say, I think if Rise comes back, it's absolutely an Xbox uh, exclusive. I think they used the picture of Rise because people have been talking about Rise fondly. Yep. Uh, but if, if, if it is Rise that they're making, I am, I would be shocked if it was not uh, an Xbox exclusive. I'd be shocked. Um, <coughs> sorry, um, not to like be in acquisition talks, but I I I I, I do think um, the way Microsoft justifies all of this is uh, Game Pass, and that is what allows them to, um, you know, greenlight uh, a second outing. And I know they own uh, Ninja Theory, and that's why we're getting. Um, uh, what do you call it? Two Hellblade uh, Two, Hellblade yeah. Two. Yeah. But um, I think they see they would see the value of this going in Game Pass, even though the first one didn't do numbers. It's it's basically achieved cult cult classic status at this point, yeah. and it would be a big uh, bang. And again, it fills a hole in the portfolio. So I think you, I think just the allure of having a high-profile AAA title, you put Crytek on it, you know that visually it's going to stand up next to anything anyone in the industry is doing if you put uh, today's hardware with, with Crytek's talent. Well, real quick, Everborn, just, just just to add a little filler to it, you said you weren't, you weren't sure. I, I sent you a link in the DM right now. 2014, uh, the CEO of Crytek was was officially in public unhappy with the sales on xbox one and said specifically that the next one would be multi-plat he specifically said that like yeah, i think there was, was interviewed it was something along happy those with lines it. there was the, yeah. and publishing rights i think something you're, you're on there to that as well everyone that there might be some 
you know, there's, there's questionable qu- publishing rights, say, but yeah. they own the IP. Crisis own Crytek yeah. owns the IP. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't much think like, much like, uh, much like, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, you guys just said it before, much like, uh, Ori. It can't be made without Microsoft expressly publishing it. Yeah, I think Ori, or, or they allowing for it to be published. I they own Microsoft, the IP, but not the publishing rights. Right. Yeah. Well, you're, I think like, you're talking like. about Cuphead. Cuphead, uh, right. They did not own the IP. But I think in yeah. Ori's case, they, they actually own the Microsoft bought the IP. I think they own Oh, it. okay. Okay. Apologies. I, I mean, in this, in the Rise case, they own the publishing rights, but not the IP. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that, all that being said, I do, th- I think, um, 2014 is a long time ago. Yeah, right. Almost a decade. Yes. Um, Eight years. And and I I think with what Microsoft's offering today, uh, I think in the standing today, what was what was said and what was felt in 2014 may not may not still be the case. Right. Microsoft made a lot of questionable decisions around that time, and I could understand developers not being happy. Uh, and I could understand putting all this work and basically your title being dragged down because it's associated with Xbox. Because that's what happened to this title, right? Yeah. So, I, so I could picture you, you know, being upset, not to mention, hey, we want you to make this game for us. We want you to make it be a Connect game. Uh, we're paying for it. Oh, by the way, we don't want that anymore. Uh, <laughs> and now we're going to tell you to do something. Different. So I get all that. But I just think it's a different day. And I, I think if this comes out, if that's what we're in fact talking about, I think it's on. I think it's Xbox exclusive. No, you're, and, you're right. Phil, Phil Spencer wasn't the decision maker at the time. Right. It was right. the other guy, as as we all famously know. So, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Phil is tired of being asked crazy. about Rise. He's probably asked about Rise more than he's asked about Conquer. Right. <laughs> or, or so, yeah. No, it's true. So, it's true. so he, well, we, we, this, we know who should make the the next Conquer, and that that Squanish Games. But you know, right. that's a. It, it would be a story. colossal like mistake and it would be purposeful if they did it they would do that and say we don't care and i I just i don't think that they're Mm -hmm. that stupid so yeah it it might come down to timing right so i think like uh you know it's not that you're saying maybe you know the next one would be multi-plat and they've already started working on it and they already made those deals like in 2016 or 17 before microsoft could actually go in and do any investment right in that case that's if it's that close though right i don't think those deals are finalized yet just like starfield right yeah starfield was going to be on playstation that's that's fair but but in the case of bethesda they have this like constant revenue stream from uh, you know other publishers and and skyrim just kept selling and selling and selling right whereas crytek they don't have a lot right so they don't so for them the investment the outside investment really helps to make that game happen uh so i don't know that might already have happened yeah i don't know right so to Asante's point, yeah, that might be the thing. Maybe they already did a deal somewhere, and uh, now we're starting to see the the game maybe is halfway done or something like that. You know, we don't know. I, well, I, you know what? I, I can only... see them taking the Game Pass back. That's the last thing I say. Yeah, that no, would no, be the only way to go is the Game yeah, Pass thing be... for Microsoft, right? Yeah, so we, we all, I think yeah. we all agree. Even if it's yeah. not, even if it's not exclusive, Game Pass bag is yeah. that once again no brainer. Yeah, do it. Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, this studio, one... like publisher studio, whatever you want to call it, is not very expensive. Um, Tencent was trying to buy them a year ago, two years ago, whatever, for yeah. like three hundred million euros. So they're not that expensive if they wanted to pick them up. So. Uh, I don't They're think trying to buy, was, buy them. Yeah, yeah. Crytek. See, I, if that would have happened, I'd be very sad. Crytek has such amazing technology. <laughs> what really would be worse, though? Crystal, Xbox losing Crystal Dynamics or Crytek? 
You know, I'm still going to say it's Crystal D, you know, yes, and, 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 yeah. and, and Eidos Montreal. but Exactly, because you get more, you get more IPs. You, right? you, you, you get two seasoned development houses that do games that are missing from Microsoft's uh, repertoire, and, and that's third-person story-driven games. Uh, Crytek would be great for the for the technology aspect. Um, I think their tech their tech is just next level. Look at the perfect example. I mean, the yeah. game is almost a decade old, and this looks as good as God of War Ragnarok. Sorry, I had to say it, but it does. You know, this looks as good as God of War Ragnarok. It absolutely does, and uh, that's not a slight on God of War. It it is it is uh, uh, roses for Crytek's engine because this game was an Xbox One game. Just look at it, folks. Just watch it. But look, we got to get into the big the big topic. I thought we were going to be able to get to three. I thought we were going to have a smaller panel. I thought some people weren't going to be here. But you know what? It's okay because the one that we're going to talk about is what people are here. I pulled a report uh, from Windows Central. Now, obviously, I will say this with confidence. When Windows Central puts out an article, I read it verbatim, back, forth, up, down, left, right. Uh, BA select start. I do, I do it all because I want to know what I'm talking about. But more importantly, I trust the reporting. Now, this was posted and written uh, three days ago by a good friend of this community, great friend of this particular channel, Jez Corden, one half of the Xbox Two podcast with the great uh, Randall Thor 19. And in the title, report, despite public fears, PlayStation lead Jim Ryan doesn't see Xbox Game Pass as competition. He goes on to say, as the opening salvo, Sony's Jim Ryan shared private comments downplaying Xbox Game Pass's viability according to a new report. And here is what we have in front of us, folks. The report suggests that Jim Ryan may be misleading regulators with Sony's position on the deal. If true, Ryan reportedly downplayed Xbox Game Pass in an internal Q&A with PlayStation employees, which would be embarrassing for the FTC, whose entire lawsuit hinges on the idea of Xbox Game Pass hurting PlayStation. He goes on to say in the article, folks, Ryan reportedly responded to questions about Xbox Game Pass dismissively. When we can, and this, this is this is Jim Ryan speaking, and I quote: "When we consider Game Pass, it seems to be getting lower. Game Pass numbers. When we consider Game Pass, we've also sold more PlayStation Fives in two years than they have gathered subscribers, and they've been doing it for six and seven years." He goes on to say, "If accurate, this episode fur- further backs up Microsoft's previous claims that Sony is attempting." to mislead regulators. The FTC has placed a large amount of emphasis on developing uh, developing markets in its current regulatory ideology, blocking Meta, Facebook, from acquiring VR companies in an attempt to smite its growth, despite the fact that few others are investing in this tech. Uh, he goes on to say, finally, for Sony's Jim Ryan to claim privately that Xbox Game Pass isn't truly competition for PlayStation just adds further fuel to the idea that the FTC's position is completely unattainable and driven by poisonous cocktail of ignorance and ideology. Holy shit. 
Talk about someone dropping the gauntlet on Lena Khan's led FTC. Listen, I'm going to go first here to Cargit Johnny because he's been chomping at the bit to get into this. Listen, <laughs> if there's one thing that we can all not only admit, but I think it's it's safe to say Jim Ryan is a liar. Jim Ryan is misleading. It's his, it's his middle name, boo. Yeah, yes. Well, it is Jim Lying Ryan or dance moves, depending on if you're King David or not. He, his name gets longer and longer. Uh, it's, it's lying dance moves, Ryan. I don't know what's going to be next. Maybe it's going to be, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, two tone Johnny two tone. I, I don't know, but uh, Hargeet, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, this 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 report from Window Central is something that I put uh, some serious uh, oomph to because it's Window Central and Jess Corden doesn't make mistakes. Uh, he would not have written this if he didn't have firm belief in what he was writing. And this does not only make the FTC look even more foolish than they already do, this makes Sony look even more pathetic than they have appeared to regulators about how they can't make a game as good as Call of Duty and how that Game Pass was going to be the end-all destroyer of uh, of gaming as we know it. What are your thoughts on this report, man? <laughs> Does it surprise anyone? Um, like, you know, everything they've been saying, like we can read between the lines. It's all obviously hyperbole, right? They're just trying to play it up that this is the end of the world for them. The end is nigh. If Microsoft were to buy Activision, Sony cannot survive. That That's uh, like patently absurd. It's just ridiculous. They're obviously going to survive. They'll be fine. It won't like they're still putting Call of Duty on there, even if they didn't. Right. All that would happen is Call of Duty would lose its market share. That's the whole like Call of Duty is good because it's everywhere. Right. right. And that's why it has a market share. That's why it has so many players. Right. If it suddenly said, no, we're not going to be on this. It would just lose its market share. That's that's what would happen. People will find something else to play. Somehow this one game is the end of the world. No, it's because it, it happens to be a lot of money for, for them. And Jim just looks at the bottom line. He just looks at money. Right. That's all he's looking at. Not fun not playing because he doesn't play games so he doesn't care about that he's just looking at i get a lot of money when when activision puts this game on my console and i get the marketing rights so that's all he's looking at so is he lying of course he is right but and I, the other part of this is at what point do you have to talk to your shareholders and say well publicly you're saying if this deal moves forward that playstation is going to die playstation is the biggest profit center in sony are you telling me my sony shares are going to tank right because at some point you have to own that right you're making actual statements to a government entity. This isn't a joke anymore, right? So you can't just make these statements and say, well, it's not going to affect your bottom line. Your share price will start falling because people will have no confidence, right? That you're saying you will not sustain and su survive if somehow Microsoft or even to just buy them. Forget the fact that they're not, you know, they're not even taking Call of Duty away. Just buy them. It is impossible. For, that's what Sony said in their thing to the CMA. It is impossible for us to sustain unless Activision remains independent. Right. Th that, those are their words. Right. So you have to at some point now own that and put that out there to your shareholders to say, well, no, we were just lying because uh, even if they do buy them, we're going to be just fine. Right. Because right. at some point you have to square these things. Right. So all this crap is eventually going to come and bite them. Right. You, you can't just put these stupid things out there and then not expect it to come out, come right back at you and hit you in the ass. Right. That is what's going to happen. So do I believe this? hundred percent. I believe this. Who's going to tell their, their employees we're dead? We're doomed. Who's going to say that? You're never going to say that, right? Unless it actually happens to be true, but that's very unlikely, right? Even then you wouldn't say right. it. So he's absolutely going to you know, say, no, 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 they're, they're nothing. Don't worry about it. We're really good. We're, we're doing just fine. We have 50 million subscribers. They only have 20 something million subscribers, 
right? Even though they're telling the world they've leaked out the number of 29 million subscribers and he's saying, oh, it's, it's low 20s. Really? <laughs> so which one is it, Jim? Um, but yeah, none, none of this surprises me that they're, they're doing that. Uh, you know, eventually you'll you'll see some declarations in within their their shareholder, you know, uh, uh, annual report to say, you know, we're doing this well, this, you know, this is how well we're doing, despite Microsoft's gains in market share. Right. So either they'll say, nope, it's killing us or no, it's not killing us. We're, we're doing just fine. So they have to make one declaration one way or the other. Right. We're seeing Microsoft's gaining in market share. That's good. Right. That's a good thing. You want to have yeah. competition. They're gaining in market share with the current generation. Does that mean the end of Sony? Right. If you look at the sales pattern, PS5 is selling better than the PS4. Right. Yes. So it, it, it's not they're not losing in any way. They're still making tons of money. They're still doing great. Yes. The entire gaming industry took a dip after COVID lockdowns went away and people decided, hey, I can go outside now. And <laughs> then not as much uh, expenditure on gaming. But that was across the board. And Sony took a, a you know, hit as well as Microsoft, as well as you know everybody. Nintendo took a slight hit too, but they said it was something else. I don't know if you want to believe that or not, whatever. But so I don't see this being an issue. But yeah, he, he certainly, he just lied <laughs> right about yeah. this being the end of the world, that somehow the cloud and... Uh, you know, Game Pass will make it so we can't make quality games. Like, come on, give me a break. <laughs> You're full of it. Whatever. Uh, you know, it, it, this doesn't, by the way, just hit the FTC. I know we, we keep looking at that one thing that came out with the FTC. The CMA made the same declaration, right? And they just took all the verbatim points from, from Sony, and their declaration now has some nice holes in it, right? But the, the interesting part is they haven't made their second phase announcement yet. Yeah, it's coming so now, from what we understand. Yeah, and so now they have this input, right? Because it's been made public by this article, right? And so they will know that this happened. They could, in good faith, ask Jim Ryan what he thinks, right? He doesn't have to in any way actually respond, right? They've made their government declaration, and they can stick to it. This is just an internal thing, right? So they, they can say whatever they want internally. Uh, so it's, it's not what they've said to the government. They could ask, right? The CMA could ask, is, is, are you, you know, is this your stance now? Or was it the original stance that you sent us? Right. And they could just say nothing. <laughs> right? right. But it is an input. It's an input now to the CMA, to the EC, right? That they could take this and say, well, gee, I wonder how, how, you know, how much of this is true then? We took them at their word. How much of this is valid? Right. Are they exaggerating other things too? Right. And we all know that that's true. But, you know, that it, it will start putting a little bit of credibility back on the other side of the aisle. Say, maybe we should listen to all those people telling us, you know, all the other development studios, publishers, Microsoft and Activision, they're telling us this story and Sony's telling us that story. Right. Hey, so hey, we Hargeet, just believe them or not. Hargeet, to your yeah. point, if the whole or the majority of the FTC's, uh, mistrust of Microsoft comes from the idea, I'm not going to say it's a fact, but the idea that Microsoft told um, EU regular or short EU regulators that they had no incentive for making COD or for, for making uh, ZeniMax games exclusive. And then they announced two exclusives afterwards. Again, we found out that shouldn't be that that's not in fact the case right but that's the reason the regulator said you shouldn't trust microsoft right 
Now, if Jim Ryan is telling regulators, assuring regulators yep. that there is uh, that 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 Microsoft owning Activision is bad for the industry, bad for gamers, and it would lead to foreclosure. But internally, he's saying a different thing. Should we trust anything he says? Just again, if we're going by what was told to regulators versus what actually happened. Yeah. Why yeah, I mean, that is a problem. That's a problem they have to face, right? So here's the thing, right? So whatever they say- internally, Did that make sense? Because I feel like- the, the, No, no, I totally get what you're saying, right? Because the, the regulator has to take at face value what you said to me is the truth, right? That this is what you believe. Right. And this is the truth. But if you're hearing other things from from, you know, leaks. Right. Then you can say, well, how much of this is true? Right. Now, you know, the regulator has no I don't think they can go to, to you know, to Sony and say, well, we heard this. Therefore, we, we we mandatorily want you to tell us what the truth is, because I don't think they have any standing to do that. However, if it ever came down to them saying, OK, pass this deal. We think Sony defrauded us. If that is the case, they can open an inquiry as a, a criminal investigation to say, hey, wait a minute. We want actual factual evidence. And if this was ever recorded in any any document and they say we're going to you know, go in and we're going to subpoena you to or you know, get a warrant to go find out what you've done. Right. And, and try to find the information. Then they're in trouble. Right. But I don't think that would affect this except for the heads of the the. Uh, commissions that, that are trying to do the uh, actual decisions, right? To say, well, I'm hearing this. How much faith am I going to have in what they've told us, right? They can take that into account for this deal. But uh, I like, I highly doubt Sony would put out a new statement saying that, oh, no, Game Pass doesn't matter to us. It's fine. Go ahead and, and disregard it. Because I think they've already made their legal case. And I think they're going to stick to it, right? So, um I don't know. Does that kind of answer what you're 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 getting at, Everborn? No, no, no. I'm just saying, shouldn't it throw everything into question? Yeah. If they're going to throw in everything the heads into of the question, regulators, yeah. Microsoft says and say we shouldn't trust you, then by that logic, and by this information, and I know there's someone in the in the audience right now that is saying, "What's the source of this? It was Tom Henderson. That's not an official praise. The problem is." The FTC has literally quoted rumors from Windows Central yes, about yes. what Microsoft will or won't do or has in the plans and <laughs> yeah. that have not been announced. So if you can take quotes from Windows Central, you can take quotes from Tom Henderson. Yes, and that's correct. If you, if you are using speculative, uh, uh, and this is nothing against Tom Henderson Analysis. or against Windows Central, but if we can use speculative video game articles to uh, use that to to somehow make your case, then let's let's use speculative yeah. articles and let's let's bring that <clears throat> into it. And I just and this is why this whole thing is all it's all <laughs> messy to me. And uh, again. I'm yeah, not saying I'm not saying anything about the FTC. I'm not I'm all I am saying is if you're going to if 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 you're going to use you know what I'm saying random blog posts, right? Then As then fact. use them and if yeah. you're going to say you can't trust people based on the the reasons you're saying you can't trust them, right? Then that sh I think that should be a two-way street. 
Right? Yeah, no, you can feel it, however look, you want to feel FTC, about the FTC after that. The, the FTC only has power until the point where they decide to sue, right? Because you know they hold that, hey, we want to get this deal done with you. Here's the things you need to give us, right? Once they decide to go past that, then it becomes part of a court process. And in a court process, you know, a judge or a jury, in this case, it will be a judge, is not going to sit there and say, you have innuendo, I'm going to take that as fact, right? I, I don't know where you got this information. Show me actual evidence, right? So things like that will not be admissible, right? And, and at least in a normal trial, that's what would happen, right? You'd say, well, where do you have proof of this? I want it to be uh, stricken, right? Because it's baloney, right? right? Yes. So, um, you know, and that's what, you know, that'll get determined in a court, right? So the FTC, I'm not as worried about. They don't have a case. That's the problem, right? They don't have a case. On the other side of the, of the pond, it's the CMA and the EC. They can, you know, take this into consideration and say, all right, well, if, if that's a lie, then maybe the rest of this is also somewhat exaggerated and we should take some of the other opinions we've gotten and consider it, right? And, and see whatever would work enough to allow the deal to pass, right? And, you know, so it, the CMA is the one that's the biggest uh, question mark to me. I think the EC's already kind of decided and they're just working the deal out, whatever, you know, concession they want. Uh, I don't know where the CMA is. I hope it's in the same uh, boat. But the FTC thing, to your point, essentially, this just is more ammunition, right? That, hey, this is a bunch of crap. Now, this is not admissible either, right? Because right. it's it's not something that's actually publicly available. It's it's something that's a rumor based on somebody reporting this to a reporter, right? So unless the government went and actually, you know, warrant, you know with a warrant went and, and got that information, and I doubt that's going to happen, uh, you know, they, they don't have a case there, right? So they can't take this information, but, you know, the case that Lena Khan put together is also kind of just pointlessly stupid. It was hogwash, to say the um, least. Yeah. But, you know, and, and a lot of this is problematic from an FTC perspective. And I don't know if that's going to get resolved shortly or not, uh, because it's it hampers growth in many areas. Right. So a lot of you know companies start up with startup capital with the assumption that they can then take that tech and give it to somebody else and recoup that investment. Right. And if that's not going to be allowed, which is what Lena has been doing. Right. Because the companies that buy them are big. Right. Because they have the capital. Right. And so she's like, well, no, 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 I don't want to allow big companies to buy anything. Well, but, but those companies couldn't sustain unless they did that. They need to be part of something so they can actually sustain themselves. This is common practice, right? So if that's not going to be allowed and it's going to be a challenge every time, that's going to stop innovation, right? Because people will not invest their money because they're like, well, I don't want to be entangled in, you know, a five-year litigation process, you know, just to get my money back, right? So th this is a whole set of headaches that well, she's created. But we'll we'll see how that plays out, and that's let, more of a let, Congress let thing me, that they're going to figure this out. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Hargi, because I don't know the answer to this. Are you familiar with the Nuance deal where Microsoft recently acquired an AI company, yeah. a health yep, company? Yep, yep. When was that deal closed? Oh gosh, uh, was it uh, was it last year or this year? Well, that's going to be a big. That's a. Uh, that's a big question because I think it was closed after the Activision deal was announced. And the reason I bring that up is that deal wasn't stopped, but Microsoft doesn't play in that space at all. Was Lena Khan chair of the uh, commission? April 9, 2021. Time? Yeah. Now understand, she didn't have any power because it was 2 2. They didn't have the third Democrat seat. Right. And because okay. it was 2 2, everything would just get deadlocked and it would just pass. 
Okay. And, and, so and by the way, the deal the, the deal opened in 2021 April. It closed March 7th, 2022. Okay. Because and and right. Because so, and this is just. I don't want anyone to accuse us of not being fair. If we're saying that they won't allow a big company like Microsoft to purchase anything, then they should not have allowed nuance. But you mm-hmm. are giving us a nuanced <laughs> perspective on the fact <laughs> that they um, that it, it was a timing thing. So, okay. And, and, and for those who sure aren't sure on the timing of on the pricing of it, it closed at nineteen point seven billion dollars. Yep, yeah, twenty billion. Yeah, eh, yes, twenty billion dollars. What's three hundred million amongst friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Yeah, so, but yeah, it is an interesting time, right? So we'll see if this continues or if there's enough um, pushback in the industry to Congress to say you got to step in and do something, or to the Biden administration hey, you got to step in and do something, right? So I don't know. Well, we'll see how that keeps going. This isn't sustainable. The FTC is losing a lot of its staff, a lot of its senior staff because of this, because they're not credible anymore. Uh, You know, it was very rare that you brought a challenge. The FTC usually was very, very good about what what they would challenge, right? They would usually do concessions to make sure there was, you know, the the industry would be okay. Uh, And what they're doing here with just, well, no, we're just going to sue is very weird and they keep losing. And, and that's not good, right, for the, the FTC itself. It's not good. It takes away their credibility. They used to do a much better job, and now they're, they're being looked at and laughed at. So that, that's – and people are leaving. They're, like, well, they're frustrated. They're like, I don't, I don't want to be a part of this. Right? It's not just the commissioners. There are many, many staffers that are leaving. Yeah. No, they're, they're bleeding. They're bleeding. They're bleeding yeah. out. Uh, and, and that's the truth. And, and it's a bad look for the FTC. Uh, it's a bad look for Lena Khan for sure. Uh, and again, I've said this before, as, as someone that pays taxes, and I pay every year, folks, um, I don't want my tax paying money going on frivolous lawsuits because uh, of, an, of, of an ideology that's, that's, that's bathed in uh, abuse of power, because that's exactly what is happening right in front of us. Uh, Wandering Dutch, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Jim Ryan out there talking out the side of his mouth once again. What are your thoughts? Um. Yeah, it's typical to seeing one thing and, and doing another. Um, but that's just the way that Jim Ryan is. We said this at the start, though. It's uh, he's he's going to do anything to protect Sony. Yeah. That's his job too. At the end of the day, his job is to to stick up for the companies he's employed by. Um, I don't think he actually believes anything that's in his. Uh, or at least should we say, coming out of his own mouth. Um, I think he's just saying it to save face. Um, but. At the end of the day, I think Hargit was kind of on point before. It's it's a case of they will take note of some of the things that are being said, um, both in public and in private. And what they've said to the FTC is, oh, no, Game Pass is, is such a, a detriment to the thing of being, it's causing so many issues and we can't compete and it's such a struggle for blah, blah, blah. And then he's saying to his own employees, oh, no, we're not even worried about Game Pass. It's absolutely fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like we've got so many more subscribers than them. We're still doing much better than them. It's it's failing. It's a failing service. So, <laughs> and this is something that's going to be showing to the FTC and other regulators because Microsoft aren't stupid. They'll say, "Oh, look at this. This is an email that's been sent around internally at Sony," and they're saying that Xbox and and uh, Game Pass is absolutely not a problem and not a concern. Um. So they'll use it as ammunition. Of course they will. Uh, I think it's just, I think um, 
in some cases, it's called obviously it's foot in mouth. And I think uh, Jim Ryan needs to be careful as to what he's saying, both in public and in, in person, because unfortunately, there's people internally that are fed up of his bullshit just as much as everybody else. And I think even at Sony, there's going to be a few people there that love working for Sony, but don't want to work for a company that's going to continuously cause issues in the space that they love to work in. Um and Sony's becoming one of those companies that are going to be causing issues and they're going to be causing uh, friction between developers and friction between uh, other um, game creators. And that's not something that game developers at Sony want. They just want to get on with their jobs and make games, not be caught up in some public war of words with another company where they've got friends that they work with or friends that they know. Um so yeah, I think I think they've got to really be careful, Sony, um, with the way that they say things. But absolutely, I do think that FTC, CMA, um, and the EU regulators, uh, among many others, uh, are also going to kind of take note of what's being said it, publicly and privately, and um, and kind of use that as um, as uh, ammunition for their decisions. Um, I did see on Twitter as well and uh, on some news sites that Japan had also um, given the go-ahead to the deal. I was literally just going to say that. I just pulled up three reports. Uh, Levelupgaming.com slash EU is reporting that Japan has officially uh, approved the ABK merger. Uh, That is a a source originally came out of an Arabic website uh and now it's starting to make the rounds uh i have not seen any of our big uh you know uh, uh report on it that, you know at least the ones i use i haven't seen vgc bloomberg or yeah when we uh, when, yeah uh, window central bloomberg when uh you know when when they start reporting it then we can go but that is of course the 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 rumor that has uh popped up today that japan has approve the deal we'll we'll know in the next few hours whether or not uh that is legitimate or not and i and again if they do it's just more ammunition uh or more uh you know uh power for someone like the cma and the eu to accept the concessions uh potentially maybe even come up with one of their own say hey listen you know game pass is going to explode you can't raise the price for three years and i'm sure microsoft would be like yeah that's fine you know we, we just want the deal done and uh, and and again, folks, uh, I, 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 we re- will reiterate. People constantly DM me and ask um, if the EU and the UK, or the CMA, approve it. What happens? Microsoft can then move forward with it. But what would have to happen from the FTC is they would have to do what's called an injunction uh, to stop yep. or to block them moving forward. And if in fact that does happen. What this would immediately do is go past go and collect $200 because it would go right to a federal judge as opposed to the appellate court uh, that's under the uh, the uh, the FTC, which is what they're using. And they're currently being uh, sued by they're being sued by uh, by 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 someone uh, for that exact reason. Axon Enterprises versus. Yes. Not Exxon, Axon. No, not Exxon. Axon with an A. Yeah, A X O N versus FTC. It's uh, it's it's in front of the Supreme Court right now. It has already been argued, and yeah. the Supreme Court usually releases decisions in the around spring. the summertime, spring summer. Oh, yeah. So that's when you can expect to hear their ruling on it. 
But again, not getting political. If you look at who the Supreme Court is currently comprised of, um, it's very business oriented. Let's just say that. Uh, yes. So, not to, not so to we'll make see. assumptions. Yeah. We'll see. What, uh, we'll see what happens. We 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 certainly will. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, Wandering Dutch? No, that's pretty much it. To be honest, it's, I think it's just. Uh, I think he's just got to be careful with his words. Because it's yes. going to come back. It's going to come back to haunt him, and uh, and I don't just mean in the short term with regards to accepting the deal. I mean with the way that he's actually going about his job. But like none of this guarantees that he's going to keep his job in the long run. Yes, yep. he's he's making so many money currently, but um, if he fails to do his job and if he starts to lose faith from from hierarchy internally in terms of management, etc., um, then he won't be there for very long. Uh, and Tony are, are not ones to uh, to save face either. They'll just they'll just cut ties and move on and get somebody else in. Um, I agree. I, I also think that he that the job losing situation is not going to only end uh, at Sony. Uh, potentially, it's going to end at the FTC. Uh, there are yeah. going to be some big moves made, uh, and specifically at the, the chair. Uh, and the reason I say the reason I say in terms of potential job losses is because depending on how aggressive you get, not just with Microsoft, but you've got to think if something were to happen and this deal didn't go through, and we're talking hierarchy at Activision as well as all of the staff there who have voted for the deal to go through and want it to go through for their benefits, for their benefit, for their livelihoods. It's, do you think Sony are really going to have any upper hand kind of conversations when it comes to no. making transactions with them going forward? No, it's no. going it's to absolutely put a taint on them. And that goes for other developers in the industry as well. They're going to have a look at the way that Sony are acting right now or the way that Jim Ryan and his hierarchy is acting right now. And they're going to say, are we, is this a company that we actually want to do business with going forward? Yeah, and it's something that's seriously going to affect them. So he's he's got to be careful with the way he's wording things, and he's got to be careful with the way he's acting right now. Uh, yes, he's defending his business, but it could also really come back to haunt him if he doesn't do it correctly. I agree. I, I think the scorched earth tactic that he has uh, used uh, from the beginning of this deal is uh, the burning of bridges, as they say, are definitely going to come back to hurt Sony. Uh, and, and I think there are a lot of folks that may not admit this in the industry because they are the market leader, but they have been the bully uh, in this industry for two decades. Yeah. And uh, the way the it's way not it to say that worked, you'll not get you'll not get like third party games on the console. It's not to say that you won't get Call of Duty on uh, on such and such, but there's not going to be there's not there's going to be far few companies that want to do exclusivity agreements or timed indeed. agreements or any give them any benefits going forward. It's just going to be a case of you're just going to get the cut and dry. Here's the game, and you get no more. Yeah, that's it. It just makes that that argument so easy, right? Because you don't have yeah. to do exclusivity. That Microsoft's happy with that. You just put yeah. it in Game Pass. It's like you get yeah. a bag, and you don't even have to take it exclusive. You can get the money from the other platforms too, right? It's like yeah. it's a perfect situation for most developers. Yeah, it, it, it is, and and uh, the 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 the. Uh... The amount of players and eyes and sales that come the way of Game Pass, uh, a perfect example of High on Life is a, is is a shining uh, uh, star. Uh, they 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 put it out there that it's it's one of the best single player games ever in Xbox Game Pass, and that's not coming from Microsoft. That's coming from uh, Squanish Games. 
Um, but real quick, uh, two very generous super chats came in. Eternal Shaddai dropped a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Can uh, Microsoft can talk to Bioware and try and make Jade Empire 2. I would just I listen. I'm gonna be honest with you. I love that idea, bro. But I would I would so desperate to play that game again in current gen graphics. I would take an, an HD remake. Like really go to town with the original. Original one is is god tier great. Uh, and I would love to see that come back in an HD uh, version for sure. Drawn TJ drops an additional $5 super chat and says, I see everyone asking if Game Pass is going to go up in price. It will go up uh, Will go up because of the family plan for $25 a month. Yeah, he, I, I think what people are asking, uh, Drawn TJ, isn't so much of that. Because if, if it goes up to $25, that's because you have four other people paying 5 bucks a month. I think what people are concerned about is Microsoft raising it from $15 maybe 18 or 20 i don't see that happening at least not next year i mean everything has gone up but again when that happens and if it happens or they announce it i'm going to give them the smoke because i don't think they should raise anything at this point um but crispy let's bring you in on the conversation uh this report is pretty damning again uh it is a sing a singular report uh, most people have reported on this uh jim ryan uh we we all know jim ryan is lying we we we've said it mo- numerous times in jest but now we're being serious um i think that he could potentially be in some hot water with regulators if they take this serious and i think that there's enough here for question marks to be raised as to what his original claims were as opposed to what he's saying internally and i think and i think hargeet said it perfectly if a regulator or, or a regulator entity like the FTC or the EU or the CMA uh, felt that they were being bamboozled uh, by Sony and they're embarrassed publicly because they took Sony at their word, there could be repercussions. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, man. I said it earlier. I feel like Jim is Two-Face. And, and you know, the Dark Knight, everybody remembers Heath Ledger. But how about Two Face? How about how about you know, the love is Call of Duty, and now I can't stand that Call of Duty could be taken away, mm. and then all of a sudden, I sit here, and I say the exact opposite when it's convenient for me. Sounds like um, we believe in generations. Now, the one thing I question with this entire thing. Is I I have heard it from multiple people. It it sounds like it was an investor call, which technically could legally be binding. Okay, especially in the United 100%. States of America. Yep. If it is an investor uh, call, you're right. So here's my problem. And and here's where, like, you know, we brought up the FTC. And and the worst part of how the FTC is acting is that. They're going against unions. Now, keep in mind, you know, going political just real quick, but Lena Khan was was put in place by Democrats. Democrats are generally the people that side with unions, correct? Am I wrong? Oh, you're correct in saying so. Yeah. Okay. My problem is, is that the way the FTC is acting, what they're, they're acknowledging You got to remember, Sony technically moved SIE to California. A lot of people forget that. Okay. They, 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 you know, subsidized their entire company 
to basically support their film division and their gaming division. Guess what? A lot of that is done in America. We're a gigantic you know, country with a ton of different, you know, you know, little things. You know, you can go to one part of America and be like, wow, this is totally different from you know, Florida or something like that. Like you can live in one part, you can go and travel to North Dakota and be like, wow, this is totally different than what I thought. And, and and it's one of those weird things where I say, I think it has to do with the unions. I really do. Because if you look at the top five companies, you got Apple, you got Google, you got Amazon, you got Microsoft. How dare Microsoft try to go to unions in big tech? Because guess what? You could say what you want about Amazon. They're technically retail in their own way. A lot of technology involved in what they do. And they completely fought having a union. I'm going to tell you right now, this lobbyist BS that I've seen my entire life, okay, being an independent and looking at both parties when they're in power and seeing people getting paid to do something that is clearly illogical and wrong for the consumer. And they just get away with it. And and thank God for social media at times. Because I say, am I crazy? Do, do I look at this and say, why are you even doing this? Why do you have the two largest unions in the entire country, and, and one of them is part of the world as well, and you're going to sit here and tell me that they're wrong? These are the workers, and they're backing it? And, and, and you know, parts of their their entire union aren't even part of that? They're, they're putting up lines? They're not, they're not developing code and, and doing developer stuff? This is what's weird about it. And that's where I go, in, and, and I hope. You know, and also there's a little politicalness there too, because the CMA, London Stock Exchange, you could say what you want, but two billion dollars ain't nothing to shake your finger at. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like you look at what they did, but you look at it and you say, Well, Apple don't want unions. We all know that. They said it multiple times. Amazon don't want unions. Google may not need unions but at the same time the influencers could form their own union just saying the, these are things that they are thinking about and everybody else is sitting here like oh you know that's just crazy that's tinfoil i i feel like everborn right now because i'm looking at this and i'm going they're 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 literally just paying lena khan to fight a fight that they can't fight because it's Microsoft and it's a big baddie as well. But guess what? They're trying to actually do the right thing. And everybody's like, nah, 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 no, they're not. There's some kind of like, you know, underlying thing. Oh, 10 year contract. No, it's a, no, like it can't be. Oh, this and that. Like, like, oh, we want to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo, which hasn't happened in how long? You know what I mean? Very like, long like, time. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, like, we're talking gaming here, people. We're not. The, the, what a company can pay to keep something like they think I spend a million dollars. I pay Lena Khan 
or I spend billions of dollars dealing with the unions, what do you think they're going to do? And that's where you go and say, you know what? It's conspiracy theory. I'm cool with it. You can tell me I'm crazy. I don't care. But I see a lot, like what the FTC said, what Lena Codd said on Twitter is absolutely ridiculous. And this this is where all of a sudden you're starting to hear Jim Ryan reel it back. And then all of a sudden, I'm hearing that Fallout 76 is going to go on their subscription service. Yeah, in in, uh, in, in, uh, in in January, I think it is. Yeah, January 24th or something like that. Yeah, he's reeling it back because you know they do have a primary area and in EU CMA all that area, and and they might have said, you know what? No, we're not down for this. The you know the consumer needs to win, and this is logical. You know what? They, they're giving you, you're giving you your ten. All of a sudden, you're going to hear after they say something, and if it's bad or good, or it's in between, and it's kind of like null and void, you're going to hear Sony all of a sudden turn their back around and be like, "No, we're good, we're good, we're fine." Because you know what? I don't think my. I mean, Minecraft has been everywhere forever. Okay. And, and and don't get me wrong, like Starfield, there's going to be certain games, but that's exactly what Sony's been doing their entire time. I mean, yeah, we got MLB the show over here. Big freaking deal to me. I'm not a baseball fan. I'm basketball, football all day. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I acknowledge the fact that people enjoy baseball. Hello, world. Okay, and, and they've made a ton of money. I don't see Sony complaining about putting MLB the show there. Did anybody see Sony complain? Did anybody see Sony say, oh, Game Pass doesn't work? No. Now they're now they're trying to, you know, go completely backwards and be like, oh, no, Game Pass doesn't matter. I mean, it's one of those things, dude. Like, I see, like I told you, the only lie I've ever seen Phil say is, High fidelity VR. That is the only live ever seen. Yeah, I, say. I mean, it, he said there's something that they were they were going to invest in, and obviously something about the market scared him. So I, I mean, the word lie. I mean, I people disappointed with VR, but the VR is I, it, it's, well. It's, I, I'm being simplistic, boom. I yeah. mean, seriously, you know what I mean? Like, like a, there, I know plenty of people that were looking forward to that because they believe that Xbox could do it really good, and you know what? PSVR 2 might be the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't think $650, which is preposterous. I don't think so. And, and also, you know, who says Xbox can come out with a new gaming console that is the same price with a VR headset involved or a, a third party VR headset that's bundled in. I mean, these are the type of things, but at the same time, I just want them to come out with, with games that, you know, it might not be for me, I mean, I, I love my multiplayer. Not, nothing Sony showed me. I'm like, oh, I need this. I, I don't need God of War. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, You're- but I mean, at the end of the day, I think that the the, the big picture here, Crispy, is uh, Jim Ryan's going to find himself in a bit of hot water. I, I, I think that the more, uh, I, and I said this, uh, and I want I want I do want to bring in uh, uh, Kea Asante because we, we're getting close to the end of the show, and I don't really want to go too far past two hours because people you know obviously it's still the holiday but Casante, you know the more that these things continue to happen the more dirty laundry 
continue to come out. I, I, I said this multiple times that Sony's dirty laundry was going to be aired out for everyone to see what scumbags that they are. We already know what they do to the uh, to the fans, how they rake us over the coals. They charge $10 for upgrade. They charge for cross-play. They raise the price of the console by $50. And they can do all of this unchallenged because they're the market bully. Besides, I don't even like to call them the market leader. They're the market bully. So when they say move, people say, how far should I move, sir? And that people are getting tired of it. And I think that this change that Microsoft is ultimately going to bring to gaming, but to, to big tech is, is a big deal. When you hear him downplaying during, and some people are saying it's not an investment meeting. I, I don't know what it is. I wasn't at the table, so I can't tell you. But if it is an investor's meeting, it's there, there are notes. Uh, someone took notes of this. And if those notes are used, very similar to what Cargeet said, there could be legal action against Sony, specifically Jim Ryan. What are your thoughts on this report from Windows Central? Um, I mean, honestly, uh, this is where I went when uh, specifically when I come on this show and, and when we talk about this, I always say, you know, I really don't care what Jim says. I don't even care what Phil Spencer says, because they will say what they need to say to accomplish the task at hand, whether it's true or it's less than true. It can't be a lie out and out lie, because if you're able to prove that they are screwed. Right. So it has to be a finagling truth, a truth that they can wiggle their way out of, you know, even though they may not be t sharing the entire truth, right? So when Jim, when I hear Jim is saying this, I'm not surprised at all, right? And people are saying, oh, well, this is the gotcha moment. You know, he said A and now he's saying B. I, to that, I say Phil Harrison. People may, may not remember Phil Harrison. Phil Harrison said, everything is fine, nothing to see here a day before they close Stadia. It's what they do. They say what they need to say yep. to accomplish the task at hand. You know, people didn't go, oh, Phil said it yesterday and now it's not true. Look what happened. Yeah. When Phil Harrison says everything is fine, you should expect that the world about, about to cave in on you. He has been known <laughs> as, as the gaming Grim Reaper. It is what it is. But the point, and, and, and I will, I'll keep it short because everyone has said exactly what, what I would have said. The point is, it's not to me, and, and most folks on here I can tell uh, feel the same way, it's not necessarily, even though we spend a lot of time adjudicating and a lot of time picking apart the words that are said by this person or that person, it's not really about the, the, the people, you know, this person said this, that person said that, right? It's not about them, because they will lie and they'll obfuscate and they'll, and they'll do whatever they need to, to make you think what they're saying is righteous. It's about the referees in this game. Yes. You know, are they paying attention? Are they seeing what's really being said? Are they digging through the BS to find where the truth of the matter is? Right. That's 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 my that's been my ball game involvement in this since jump. Right. I really don't care what Jim says. Jim will lie or he will try and obfuscate in some way to make it sound like he's true, even though in, in the back room, he's like, ah, don't worry about it. Let me, let me, let me, let me hit him with one more of these uh, statements, right? That's clearly what happened here. Uh, I've used the analogy before that, hey, when you're watching a football game, a soccer game, and, and one of the team members grabs a knee, you don't get mad at the team member that grabbed the knee. Oh, and by the way, good job there, Boom. That took a while, but you figured that out. Good stuff, good stuff. It took me a while to figure that one out myself. Yes, absolutely. You know, you, you don't get mad at somebody for grabbing a knee. If he's able to get that foul, hey, that's the, the way the game is played. You know, right. referee, open your eyes, right? That's why in most cases, 
you see in, in, in these games, you'll see people yelling at the ref rather than yelling at the players because you don't hate the player, baby. You hate the game. You, 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 you expect the referee to be there to keep things righteous. And if he's not, it's not the fault of the, of the, the player that he was able to get a freebie. Right. And that's what Jim is betting on right now. I'm going to say whatever I can, whatever I need to do. Let's see if the referees are doing their job. If they're not, Hey, we win one. If they are doing our job, they will slap our hands. Right. So, as everyone has, has has already pointed out, you know, they've used these kind of uh, these uh, reports based on Windows Central and, and other folks who are reputable. Right. They've used them in their arguments in the past. So here's the question. Will they see this and will they use this to go, hey, Jim, you know, Jimmy Bones Jones, we saw you <laughs> saying what you were saying before. And now you're saying this. Which is it? Right. Whether whether they do that or they don't. That may determine what, what we see moving forward as far as their posture. I don't necessarily say it's anything necessarily at fault with Jim. You know, uh, as we've already, as you guys have already correctly pointed out, this whole thing with the FTC, uh, uh, what do you call it? SIE is a useful idiot in this. I think I think Phil uh, uh, Everborn <laughs> said that some time ago. And he's true. He's right. They don't necessarily want to support uh, SIE. That was more the CMA EU a posture so it seemed by based on their reporting right by and large it looks like the fcc just needs big tech bad and sony is helping them fulfill that role so they're just being hey they'll help us accomplish the task at hand so we'll take whatever they give us right I, I, in my estimation had had phil uh, had uh, uh microsoft not been in the room and been offering 70 billion dollars as a as a large example of big tech bad, they probably would have headed to Sony or any other company that that decided to throw some billions at another company. It just so happens that, of course, Microsoft has the biggest bag. If it wasn't for Microsoft, what it would have been Zynga, because they also did what 17, 18 billion dollars right before this was announced. Yes. Right. So the idea that oh, they're following Jim's word. Jim is a useful fool. Jim is helping the FTC, presumably, you know try and sell their narrative they're not doing a good good job at it because obviously clearly that narrative is bs and they weren't smart enough to thread the needle better so they're just letting jim ride it out but they don't really care what jim has to say jim is just useful for them and well how useful we shall see because clearly we're seeing that they're not that useful they're not they're not really making the case really really matter because even to us, the laymans who don't spend a lot of time becoming word ninjas, and that's what I call lawyers, you know, <laughs> we don't we don't spend our time doing that. Even we see the naked ridiculousness of it, right? So to me, you know, and, and everyone else has has already said this very very aptly. It's about how the referees and how the re what referees am I talking about? The CMA, the EU, the FTC to a lesser extent, because we already know what they're doing, right? It's about how they see these things, how they hear these things, and how they incorporate it into their decision-making process. It'll be super interesting to hear what they think about all this. But when I hear Jim say what they're saying here, I'm like, yeah, it tracks. It's about right, right? Yeah. You know, Jim, just like I said about Phil Harrison, nothing to see here before the freaking, before the, 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 the floor fell out on them, right? So whatever they say is not necessarily, you know, to be believed or to be trusted. It is what it is. Yeah. No, I mean, good stuff as always. Everborn, close us out, brother. Give us your opinion on uh, Lion Jim Ryan. Um, listen, man, he's saying what he has to say, just like Brad Smith is saying what he has to say. My only question is, um, again, where was this said 
is the source credible? Uh, I have no reason to, you know, mistrust uh, Tom Henderson. I don't follow him really, but uh, people say they trust him. But if this is if if this is like a credible thing that he said, I do think you have to take at least take this into account uh, about how self-serving the comments were and how much of a credible threat to competition Microsoft uh, owning Activision would be. I am not, uh, I'm kind of, I believe Microsoft has the right of this, I, but you know, the FTC is going to do their job, I, but I do think if they're going to do their job, um, you know, they. I hope that, and I'm sure they're smarter than me, I hope that they are also taking into account that most of the people who have spoken about this publicly, apart from Sony, have spoken about it um, favorably. favorably. And Mm -hmm. then when you consider um, that Sony is, again, has a personal vested interest in this not uh, going their way, I I hope their comments are weighted. Uh, with that. Yeah, and if, if we have, if this turns out to be credible evidence of them saying uh, actually Game Pass is not really a problem after just crying about it, right? Like, I see that as a problem. I, I hope that, you know, these highly paid, highly uh, skilled people <laughs> also see that as a problem. Now, um, one thing I do want to, uh, just so that we have the context, someone in the DMs had just reached out to me in terms of, because again, I want us to be fair when we talk about these things, about Lena Khan uh, losing all of her cases. I think she's, um, I think she's brought uh, 22 cases and she's won 15 of them. So she's lost seven but as I understand it, those seven are, are more recently and um, they because, um, you know, may, I don't know, maybe that's because they're, you know, choosing more long shot cases. So I can't say. So I mean, to let, your point, Everborn, lest it not be said, we didn't get give a, that information to the audience. To your point real quick, Everborn, didn't they just get a huge landmark settlement out of out of they Epic? just got 500 so million go. from Epic. Right. Yeah. So, so half a billion dollars. That's, but again, uh, each case is different. I having read, uh, having read their concerns. Now I understand that there could be knock on effects of this deal. And I understand this deal does because of the size of it and the implications and the knock on effects. I understand why it needs close scrutiny, but reading the reasoning behind the FTC's reason for bringing to the suit and the reasons that they deem it illegal, I don't buy it, right? And I, I, I've, I've actually heard credible cases, right? Uh, if, you guys, if you guys follow Red Reddington on Twitter, he's made some credible cases for, for why this should be looked at, right? You know who hasn't made those cases that he made? The FTC. So based on the case that, that, that they brought, or sorry, Based on the description of why they believe this violates antitrust law, I don't buy it, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and, I, and I think this, this just speaks to that more. Yeah. So, no, so we'll see how it goes. And I think uh, we just got to let the process play out because if Microsoft has the right of it 
and I believe they do have the right of it, the judge will go and side with them. And I believe yeah. the CMA uh, in a couple of weeks is also going to work something out with them. And I think the EU is going to fo follow there and then it's going to be like dominoes and then it's going to go be down to letting either uh, the administrative law judge decide this, which again, they literally, we can talk about how many cases they won, right? But they just threw out a case uh, um, like this, right? And 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 that is the um, uh, I can't remember the name, but it's a company that was buying uh, some some uh, um, some blood tests. It's like a it's like a medical company, and the administrative law judge, their own administrative law judge threw the case out. Why? Because uh, the company was offering um, concessions. They yeah. were offering concessions to continue to make the uh, the blood screening tests um, available to their competitors, which is exactly what Microsoft is doing. So I feel confident about how Microsoft will deal with itself in court. I don't need to you know, say anything about Lena Khan She's going to do what she's going to do. I, I, I don't think the case that they've described is strong and it doesn't have a lot of numbers in it. Right. It, we, 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 you know, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, Jim we're talking dance about moves. you were talking about the administrative law judge uh, uh, throwing out a case against Astrea. Uh, uh, that was in, I think, what is it? February of this of this year. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. no. April that, 2020th. I'm sorry. Which, what did you which say? What are talking about? That was that was uh, February 22. No, no, no. That was another one they threw out. The, the ah, administrative okay. law judges have been throwing out several cases. That, hmm. that uh, yeah, because the, the uh, most recent FTC one was Australia Group and Jules. They, they threw it out on February 24th, 2022. I'm looking at it right now. Okay, because the one that I the one that I saw was thrown out on September 21st. Oh, so e even later. Understood. Understood. This is what yeah. I'm saying. There have been stuff. several yeah. cases that have gone to the administrative law judge and they said, get this shit out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> right. Understood. So, you know, trust, uh, trust the process, right. It's, it's up to Lena Khan to prove that and, and the FTC to prove that the deal is illegal. Uh, I saw a lot of attacking of her, not by anybody here, but I did see people using some really kind of saying some offensive. No, things. I mean, listen, and I don't want us to do I don't that. Know. I want us yeah, to no, no, no. We, 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 on this podcast, on everyone, everyone here that has a show, we do things with class. We do things with precision. Listen, I don't know Lena Khan. I, 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 I don't like her. I don't dislike her. I, I what, what I can say is I don't think she has a strong case, and I think that it's a frivolous lawsuit. I will say that. I think that she has a bully-like attitude. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that she is willing to throw a case into the wind and say, well, we tried, even though she knows she doesn't have a case, because ultimately what she's doing is wasting millions of taxpayer dollars. I won't stand for that. I have a voice and I'm going to say something about it. And I think that if she as you should. It, right. And, and yes, and, and I, you've I always that. been professional about it. And that's all I'm asking. So I, yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, no, absolutely. No, it's 100 percent. Yeah, no, I agree with you. We we have a little voice here, so I want to tell people this is not about this is not about Lena Khan. If we're going to attack her personally, don't do that. We no. can say we believe it's a weak case. We could say it's a bullshit case if we want. Yeah. But just anybody who is making personal attacks to Lena Khan, 
don't do that. You can attack. That's, that's, you can that's, attack in, the that's FTC. incorrect behavior. Yeah, no, you no. Can we can attack we, the we, process. You can say you believe that this whole thing is unconstitutional because it wouldn't just be you saying that. But let's let's keep the the harsh language off of the the individuals who are just doing their jobs and trying to look out for competition. Now they might be wrong on this one, and I think they're using a hatchet where they should be using a scalpel. But again. Let's let's calm down with the personal attacks. I, I, that, I've, I've Illumina, seen some things that, that are one? disappointing for sure. Yes, uh, Lumina. That's Illumina. the one. Real? Yeah. 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 Okay, so said, get this shit the fuck out of my face. Wow. Don't waste my time. <laughs> wow. well, I don't have a beat button, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, ultimately, so <laughs> they can challenge it again, right? So the FTC can can. Um, yeah, well, can we will see how that. Exxon FTC goes. They got yeah, the, yeah, the FCC is a, they're fighting a lot of fronts right yeah, now, exactly. and what they're doing is ultimately is stretching themselves thin. Um, and ultimately, uh, what is what's going to eventually happen, folks, is change needs to come the way uh, of the FTC because they are looking, uh, at least in my opinion, as a taxpaying United States citizen, I have no confidence in that bureau whatsoever. Uh, I don't like the way that they're doing business and has nothing to do with me being an Xbox folks. This happens to do with the way they're doing business across the world and how they could logistically hurt and stagnate yeah. uh, investment into different aspects of the world because she has an ideology that I certainly do not agree with. I think it is a, it is a scorched earth uh, mentality that she is touting I don't think that she should be allowed to do what she's doing. I think ultimately the United States government is going to side with the people and she's going to be removed from, uh, from, from the chair and rightfully so uh, wasting millions of dollars and telling uh, your opinion to the world that, well, we don't care that we are uh, about concessions that we'll just sue. Even if we don't have a strong case, that's preposterous at best. And I think a lot of people are getting tired of it, but listen, Enough of the, sh of, the of, of that shenanigans, folks. We've hit the two-hour mark, or we're a little bit over it. I want to thank everyone. 500-plus people showed up today for Primetime Gaming. Folks, you got one more show, or at least I have one more show left in me before I meet Mrs. Boom and I take a break, uh, and then we come back strong in 2023. Tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are doing our 2022 year in gaming wrap-up. We're going to be talking. It's going to, I'm trying to get as many people as I can to swing by, you know, take a 10 or 15 minute block, you know, drop their bars, tell us about what they enjoyed about 2022, what was their favorite game, what was their biggest surprise, and of course, what their expectations are for 2023. I so far have, I think, six or eight people. Some of the people that are on this panel now are going to swing by. And it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a very chill, laid-back show. Two-plus hours of a bunch of gamers and a bunch of podcasters coming and closing out 2022 in a big way. We hope to see you in the chat tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But let's get to the outros, and we'll start first with the birthday boy himself. Before you do, Chris please don't forget the Super Chat, sir. There's, oh, yes, that's right. More. I do yeah. have two more here. Highlander001 drops not one, but two $5 Super Chats. And the first one, he says, would it be okay with a price increase to, say, $20 if the deal for Activision closes and includes all Activision Blizzard games 
plus Ubisoft plus. Yeah, see, then if you're adding that kind of value, then I don't argue because Ubisoft plus in itself is a monster deal. Not only do you get their games day and date, like you would Xbox first party, but all of the DLC is included in that, and that's bonkers. So if you're telling me that I have to pay 20 bucks to get all of that, I'm all in. But again, you know, I, I, I'm not one for raising prices, but if you raise the value of something another with, tier yeah yeah another tier an option if you wanted and of course i would pick the highest tier that's a good point crispy he also says after uh, after another final super chat i see people going to developers that are union unionized as it would mean better pay and working condition that scares sony i think that scares more than sony i think that yeah, scares google yeah. amazon and apple because i think ultimately what's going to happen folks is if Microsoft gets this deal done and they do stand back and say, you, you guys unionize, we're going to we're, we're gonna take a neutral stance on this. We want people to have better pay and better working conditions. I think they're going to make some changes in an industry that has been stagnant for decades. And I think that scares a lot of people. Certainly more, uh, Sony for sure because of what this is going to bring. But I love the fact that Microsoft is going to be the one laying the groundwork for unions in tech. I think that's incredibly important. And that's the human element that I love about Microsoft. And that's what I love about this particular deal. But Crispy Bomb, sell your brand, birthday boy. How and where can people reach out to you on social media? And more importantly, are you going to be on any other shows this week? Well, I might have to hop in tomorrow. I'm just saying, boom. You're yep. welcome to pop in, brother. By all means, I'm I'm dropping the I'm dropping the link, and everyone everyone that works with me on a regular basis, check your DMs. I'm, I'm dropping the link tomorrow. And again, if you only have ten or fifteen minutes, you let me know how much you could be, you know, how long you could be there. We'll get you in. You drop your bars, you get out. But well, please continue. Well, hope, hopefully, I have some gaming left in me because I've been trying all day, and unfortunately. <laughs> The damn internet, it's working for this great. I don't know why, but like even Twitter, I was like, is everybody else having a problem? Like I wanted to say that. And then all of a sudden I got the the little email from, from my provider like, hey, we're having packet loss or some BS. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't care. The, the one thing I do want to say, because it's my birthday and I, I just, it's kind of irking me, is that Epic is rightfully so getting sued by the FTC, okay? But anybody remember when Epic sued Apple? And Apple ain't getting no heat from the FTC when even the EU's like, dude, you can use a USB-C on everything else, but I have to have a lightning you know the, the lightning charger. cord which is dumb i'm sorry i don't okay. like that at you, all you, i'm sorry i've used both i have an apple <laughs> i have an iphone the USB-C is superior yeah, it is 100%. it is amazing it, it doesn't have the issues that why is an ftc suing apple that, that's i'm sorry i just had to say it <laughs> but it's at chris bomb on twitter chris bomb 28 xbox live maybe tomorrow 12 p.m might show up on the the end of year discussion might be there uh we got 8 p.m tomorrow next podcast as long as there's a next podcast (laughs) and retro renegades tuesday night 7 p.m i will be back there and i'll be raring to go 
Nice. Yes. Can't wait. And shout out to Gaming Forte, one of the original founders of Primetime Gaming, a very good friend of the community, someone I consider an extended family member. Gaming Forte, love your brother. I'll drop you a link tomorrow if you want to pop in and give us your, you know, your biggest surprise, your best of, of 2022 and your expectations for 2023. He drops a $5 super chat and says, another year in the books. Glad to see the amazing growth of this channel over the years. Ah, dude, that, that warms the heart. Thank you so much. He says, I love all of you and hope you have a great New Year's. And we love you too, brother. Thank you for the super chat. And of course, thank you for always being awesome and uh, obviously what you do to this com- within this community is epic uh, so thank you so much for that wandering dutch sell your brand brother what you got going on for the remainder of 2022 do you have any shows left under the belt and could you possibly pop by tomorrow yeah i could probably pop by tomorrow um before i um jump on to will the gaming with boxy um, which is yeah my... they're having his show at, at, what time is his show tomorrow uh, it is 7 p.m uk time so that, i think that's 2 p.m eastern okay okay 2 p.m eastern um but other yeah, than that done, no... we'll be done by then yeah yeah absolutely it's uh it's the mid mix up i've already broke up they bro- we broke up uh last week i think it was um so we're back again next week um, mm. For our first of 2023, nice. but our one, we we ended on 100 episodes. We felt that was a good place to end it, not start 101. <laughs> so we ended on 100 episodes. Of course, we had King David Day um, celebrating that. So <clears throat> it was an awesome, uh, awesome show. But we're back again next week uh, with a midweek mix-up podcast on Wednesday. Um, so that'll be awesome. Nice. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Love what you guys did, and 100 episodes and anything is massive and what you guys do uh you know just on the show itself is amazing and of course the uh the uh the incredible generosity that you guys did uh, a couple of weeks prior to you getting sick uh with the uh the charity stream of 24 hours was just epic me and mrs boomstick were able to pop in and drop a nice donation because we love you guys and we love what you guys do and yeah, uh, I, ju- I just think that you guys are a pinnacle uh, part of the community and, and just love that the fact that you are still doing it after you nearly caught a screwing from uh, YouTube. So it's good to yeah, see that you're still yeah. around, brother. Um, Almost but- 2000 well, over 2000 It was $2,300 raised this year. <sighs> I love it. I yeah. love it. That is fan-freaking-tastic. And uh, again, we, lo- we love these kind of things that you guys do. And we will continue supporting that. But Harky Chani, sell your brand, brother. Talk about Game On Daily. Uh, Gas himself put out a great video the other day about Xbox. I watched it twice. It was so freaking good because, you know, Gaz, I don't know who does the editing, but my God, it's really, really good what they do over there. Uh, I don't know if you're going to get a chance to pop in tomorrow for 10, 15 minutes. You let me know if you can. I'll send you the link via email. Sell your brand, brother. Talk about Game On Daily. A lot of people don't know about that. And you guys are close to 13K. Yeah. You're at 12.7 right now. Yep, yep. Yeah, so GameOnDaily.com, YouTube.com slash GameOnDaily. Um, yeah, Gaz uh, put out a, a video that was somewhat critical of uh, where Xbox is right now, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's fair. I mean, they, you know, like even the stuff that they're in right now that they don't have all these exclusives, they're talking about how they're, uh, you know, much, uh, much lower in, in, in the, uh, competition levels than their competitors with, uh, you know, with, with, uh, Sony and, uh, with Nintendo and like, that's fine. That's great. And you're crying all afoul of all this stuff, but that doesn't help us, the gamers. And we were Indeed. the ones who did this, right? Yeah. It was you 
And uh, that's uh, rubbed some people the wrong way. It is what it is, right? But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's fair. It's fair criticism. Right? It's, you know, they're taking away our hype. They haven't shown anything. To be fair, neither has Sony, right? And we know they have a whole bunch of hammers to drop, uh, including Silent Hill 2 that Konami's like, well, I don't care you want to say Silent. I don't want to say Silent. So they told us about it, <laughs> right? Um, but we know those hammers are coming. We, we know they have a whole bunch of, like, exclusives that they've, they've worked out. Uh, and so and both companies need to, like, hype us up, and, and they're just silent, and that sucks, right? So, um, so you know, he brought a little heat there, and I think it's fair and, and should be brought. But either way, um, yeah, I, I'm not on any social media, but I'm on Xbox. <laughs> H. Johnny's my gamer tag. Um, you know, the... Um, the $20 thing, I would say that they should, instead of doing uh, Ubisoft Plus and make it 20 bucks, get rid of uh, gold and keep it at 15 Add Ubisoft Plus as the enticement to keep uh, the $15 tier, the ultimate yeah. tier. Add Ubisoft Plus and get rid of gold because that's that's just not needed anymore. So <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. Would, that would also put a lot of pressure on Sony. If they got rid of gold, oh my yeah. God, it would... Uh... It would stop the industry in its tracks uh, yeah, because yeah. Uh, it would then then people would be asking the question, Sony, when are you going to give us free to play? What's yeah. happening? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, but yeah, so <laughs> nice. that's what's going nice. on. I love it. Love it, brother. Uh, Kiyosante, sell your brand, brother. Talk about where they can check out Gaming Circle podcast. You got You're dropping, uh, uh, I think, another episode uh, a recorded episode with uh with someone i don't know if you you put it out there mm-hmm. and who it's going to be uh talk about it yeah no it, it's actually funny that you guys bring up the aforementioned gaz and all the heat he has been getting in this community because he actually agreed to do a recorded episode with us and it will be premiering this saturday this uh saturday 10 a.m you know our, our last episode official episode of the year that this past saturday Jeez, no no, no this coming this saturday later, i don't like him no <laughs> Uh, we recorded it a couple days ago, uh, last week, I should say, and it's coming out this Saturday uh, nice. uh, on the Gaming Circle podcast. So check the feed; it will premiere on on the premiere on the YouTube channel, and it'll be available on all your your uh, your favorite uh, uh, um, podcasting applications, your Apple and your 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 Spotify and all the various podcasting apps. It'll be available right when it when it releases at 10 a.m. But no, it, it was a very interesting conversation about this exact topic. You know. Uh, it, uh, um, and we we took we took a page from Mr. Boomstick's book. We're we're calling it messaging and marketing. You know <laughs> what 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 they what they've said to us and what we've gotten so far and how we should feel about it, right? And, and of course, that was the crux of of uh, Gaz's issue that got a lot of the a lot of the community after him. And we wanted to give him a, a platform to to you know speak on it. You know without without all all the the all the hate and all the slander, except for our own slander that we we tossed in there. So it was a great show. I hope people get to check it out this Saturday. But yes, uh, TKO Asante, K Asante, everywhere, anywhere you want to find me, PlayStation, Xbox, all those places. I, I I am a glutton for punishment, so I am still on social media. But, you know, who knows how long that will last. <laughs> um, uh, Chris, you know, by he, the he, way. He, mm-hmm. No, ahead. I'm saying that Gaz recently changed his name to Ponymaster6969. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you no, go. There He's you go. upping the ante. So him and him, him and the mag Where's need to Mag? Get together. Where's Mag with, the, with his <laughs> Absolutely. <introduction. laughs> so I, I was going to say, Crispy, you saying that Twitter was down? Yeah, it may be your ISP, but it's also Twitter. I keep getting issues as well. Uh, okay. People, they right, they, they cool. actually just reported that Twitter is, is having issues because, you know, they're trying to kill it. So it is what it is. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> catch us uh, this Saturday, Gaming Circle Podcast, last episode of the year. Uh, you know, and we'll be back. Uh, I think we'll be back 
the second week in January to continue it once again. Uh, we're going to take a, a bit of a break between the, the first week and all, all that, but we will, of course, be back and we will do, we're doing very interesting things on the channel. Uh, hopefully, we'll be doing other things on the internet as well, so you'll, you'll be privy to that as, as it comes up. But we appreciate everybody who's continued to support us this year, myself, Everboard. I'll, I'll let him expound on that. But definitely, we really, really appreciate all the, all the support and all the, the folks that, that keep watching the stuff and, and keep making the show and, and our channel bigger and bigger and, and, and keeping, keeping the lights on, as it were. So we appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Happy New Year if we haven't talked. And we'll see you guys in 2023 for sure. Absolutely. And last but not least, Everborn Saga, sell the brand, brother. Talk about the Everborn Saga. What kind of a year you're going to have in 2023? Oh, and my God. Boom. Talk about Everborn it. Saga in 2023 might be better than Xbox in 2023. We are working <laughs> on... Listen, we have, more, we have more <laughs> Everborn books coming out in 2023 than Microsoft has first-party exclusives coming out in 2023. That's how big of a year. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's hope Microsoft deliver it. But that bar is kind of low there, but <laughs> I didn't say 2022. I said 2023. But uh on top on top of what Everborn is doing, and go to Everbornsaga.com. We got a sale that's getting ready to come up where you get all the books for $49 because we want to get everybody caught up on the story. Uh, and then on Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, Twitter, TikTok, all that, Everborn Saga. I do want to just take a moment. If this is the last time I talk to you guys this year. I am so hyped for 2023, like as a gamer, yep. uh, also as a businessman, but as a gamer, right? Like if we just talk about the things that we are getting next year, that's on top of Redfall, Starfield, Motorsport, maybe Hellblade. We're also talking about Lies of P, Flintlock, uh, Stalker 2. Um, Which has their, their, their thing dropping tomorrow, a <laughs> new trailer. Right. Right, Street Fighter Six, Tekken Eight, like the Resident Evil remake. It just keeps going and going and going. And on the Sony side, we might get. Well, they say we're gonna get Spider-Man uh, Two next year. Like this is peak, peak gaming, right? I, I I'm super excited about uh, about the upcoming year. And that's before we get to the fact that Microsoft is going to win this case and bring home Activision. And then they can move on to the real prize, which, which is Sega. Sega. Yeah. So Sega. Uh, Sega by the end of the year, Crytek uh, uh, Cry comes home. We get Rise 2 announced. These are, this is speculation town now. You couldn't end without him mentioning Sega, right? You knew oh, it. You Lord. knew it. Come on. this is It's the last show for the year. Look, all I'm saying is this. Uh, 2023 is going to be so great. Everybody, like, I feel like we should all be happy. Like, we're gamers. This is golden age stuff, right? Now I sound like Pong Soul. Pong um, Soul, golden but, age of gaming. But, but shout out to Pong Soul and Steel Rain. But all I'm saying is uh, thank you, everybody, for, for putting up with my crap all year. And um, <laughs> I, I can't wait to get back, get back to gaming next year. I'm playing high on life now. Getting ready to start Ragnarok after that. Everborn, I think we should start selling tinfoil hats with, with the I, game. I Listen, it. it's getting I'm ready to saying. be in the merch store of Everborn. You, know, you can buy What's it with the charge them more t-shirt. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. The, the, the point is, uh, everybody, 2023 is going to be so like exciting, right? And it's, not, it's way bigger than the ABK deal. But once that is done in 2023, you're going to see a lot more uh, aggressive moves happening. And you're going to mm. see Sony actually be forced to uh, 
uh, like really compete and not sit back and rest on their past successes. So you're going to see Sony being the best Sony. You'll probably see a new Switch. We're going to get Zelda next year, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, right? Everybody's going to have to compete. So like, um, I, I'm just super excited and 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 I, I can't wait to see you guys on the other side. Yeah, nice, brother. Well, that's a great way to close out this show. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for Primetime Gaming, the last Primetime Gaming of 2022. Hopefully, you enjoyed it enough to hit the like button. If you're new, consider uh, subscribing to the channel. And again, don't forget tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the last show of the year. It's going to be our year in review. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, what our biggest surprises are, what games we enjoyed the most. And of course, we're talking about our expectations for 2023. It's going to be a huge cast of characters swinging through. So stop by, hang out for two hours, and we'll see you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As of for this show, I want to say a big thank you to all of the Super Chats that come in. Those allow for us to, to grow the channel, both in programs and equipment, and of course, the big giveaways. Um, and of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dear old dad taught me when we were kids. And it made me the better man that I am today. He used to say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next year on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends. Ah!